Warning, the following podcast may include heated advocacy for Disney workers and country bears, a cacophony of loud scissors, plus my fascination with a dirty animatronic foot. Please go buy the most expensive headphones possible to fully appreciate this binaural episode. episode. It's great moments with Mr. Lincoln on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, a podcast where we're confident we could do a tidy five-hour episode about the outlet mall on the way to Disneyland, the Citadel. Uh, I'm Scott Gardner, joined by fellow Citadel heads, I assume, Jason Sheridan. Hi. Yeah, I haven't really explored uh, many of California's great outlet malls. I guess I hate one coming back from Palm Springs. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I find uh, outlet malls to be sort of generally unpleasant though i'm like a mall connoisseur in general i feel like the outlet malls are uh you know but as the name implies less uh, decorated less yeah. of, a, of a fun casual experience and more just a uh, you know a, a cattle call for uh, for bargains sure they're, they're fortresses yes. i find often i by the way mike carlson and mike carlson uh, yeah. uh fortresses the one that you're talking about the one to on the way to palm springs and the one at the, the citadel it's like they're impenetrable mm-hmm. it's hard you got to drive like for 15 minutes into the parking oh, lot yeah. it's it takes forever to park it's like a madhouse in there yeah. and then once you actually get to the like mall part you have to like wind this labyrinth like it's crazy like it's more unpleasant than a normal mall i feel the like. palm springs one when i was there was also being redone so it looked like kind of an open air prison <laughs> there was this yes, like rear chain link fence everywhere but like in in confusing spots yes it, they are prisons i think i went yeah. to the i went to the citadel once so this is really going to be fascinating to people that don't live in los angeles oh wait so the citadel if you're driving down the five from the los angeles area where we all live you will uh, on the right before you get in orange county you'll pass by this big castle type mm-hmm. thing called the citadel uh and it's uh, to me it looks like a uh, it looks like a mario castle from the outside that's it's, what I it is think. cool looking. yeah yes but only the outside because then you go in there and that is a facade there is no continued cool castle theming there's no medieval times type arena show the food court doesn't have medieval pun names it's just uh uh it's very Um, dull and especially at christmas time the exterior there's a giant present and let me ask you this question does that present make you uncomfortable because it's such a large present. Oh, and I've since uh, I've recently revealed my uh, my issue with giant things, especially yes. giant versions of miniature things. Uh, no, I think th- I think seeing a big bow mm-hmm. on the uh, the big Citadel box is a lot of fun. Okay. It gets me it's in outside. the holiday spirit, and it's outside. Yeah. No right, one's right, right. forcing me to be in a uh, enclosed space with it. So, but yeah. thanks for your concern. Okay, just wondering. Yeah, because there's it is it is like. That, especially on Christmas time, it's so bright. It's distracting. There's mm-hmm. a giant present. There's these screens that are like, pro- it should be illegal to have a screen that bright next to yeah. a freeway because like people would be distracted the whole time. Yeah, all advertising like local DJs and like uh, <laughs> you know like uh, Pasadena presentations of Aladdin or whatever. I feel like I saw ads for that uh, on the Citadel. Off-brand um, e-cigarettes. <laughs> I went to that Pasadena Aladdin show yeah, that yeah. you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, starring uh, Bruce Valanche, uh, Richard Karn, and Ben Vereen. 
uh, all star cast. Legit, uh, oh yeah, theater great. royalty. That's not, that ain't bad. And they put all these like it was not a Disney show, but they put in all these like Disney references just because they knew people like the only idiots now know the Aladdin version of Dis- like from Disney. Mm-hmm. So they added like a bunch of Disney jokes into it, and they had Ben Vereen say like some Lion King joke, and he called Mufasa Mufafa. <laughs> that's one of my favorite memories from the show because all this like there was they were talking that's about on purpose apps. that's not like missing the 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 name that's uh, not just saying it incorrectly maybe i don't know okay i'm not exactly sure uh it's because look these uh shows they do in pasadena at this playhouse uh lightly rehearsed i would say <laughs> these aren't like these aren't uh, broadway the style broadway. Sure. i think seeing ben vereen on broadway 20 years ago he was like on top of it probably this is like he he kind of glanced at the script before he went out there and he just kind of dances around and he's so talented he can make it work he knows he'll get a cheer just by by going out there. Yes. Um, um, you wait. Your Citadel story. Oh though. yeah, yeah. That's, let's let's go. Let's uh, <laughs> keep track of our. Tangents. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> People very upset when we tangent. Um, our tangents about local Los Angeles <laughs> things, which, by the way, that bothers. I feel like a large contingent of our audience is in Los Angeles, or at least fascinated by right. it. But if you're if you're bothered, but we don't ever give enough context, please let us know. Hashtag no more LA. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to any comedy podcast and you're like yeah. too much, too much tangent, too much LA talk, I would encourage you to look at uh, any comedy podcast and you will see the same. Yeah, well, and we're going to balance it out with uh, an equal amount of Orlando local mundanity. You yes. know, we'll we'll always sure. make sure and uh, uh, and, Chicago, and France, Martin Le Valley, and uh, Schaumburg, Illinois, and the wonderful Woodfield Mall, and all the different things I grew up with. I'm really looking um, forward to the eventual Schaumburg <laughs> Mall episode. Yes. I, I've, I, it's it's amazing how many odd things we found that were mm-hmm. were there, and I'm excited. But but here, let's close out the citadel first yeah the Citadel. i mean the citadel look uh, an unspectacular story i went to the citadel i think it was uh like christmas eve or after like the day after christmas i can't remember uh, i was driving back up and i went you know what i'm gonna stop at the citadel it's christmas time outside is so lovely there's a big present uh and i know there's a disney store there ah. and a disney outlet store so I stopped. It took me what I said, fifteen minutes to park. Twenty, like just crazy. Like people stalking spots. There's not enough spots. Well, after Christmas sales, you know. No, but I, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess it's my fault for going there. Um, and then you go in the Disney outlet store, which is not dissimilar to just a Disney store, and everything is like two dollars off. And it's there's nothing because I was like, wow, there's going to be deals. There's going to be everything I want. There's going to be theme park merchandise because we're so close to Anaheim. Right. It is not the case. It is just a a Mater shirt for a little child. It is a, you know, how dare Rapunzel they? doll. It's all the stuff, the normal stuff you would get in a Disney store. Well, because in Anna, because uh, in Orlando, there are Disney outlets specifically yes. for park merchandise, which I think there used to be out here. And yes, then they, it, they did. it moved there it and then it closed. And, and so I never made it. So there. I stupidly thought that there must be some merchandise here because we're so close to Anaheim. And no, of course not. There's no America Sings shirt. There's no <laughs> old America Sings animatronic in here. This is just a Disney store that's slightly discounted. Yeah. So I'm an idiot. The, is the, the, the is sizes the point. are slightly misprinted. Right. Um, when we went up to WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31 in San Jose, we were we pulled into a shopping mall. Uh, or uh, like a strip mall and there was a disney outlet there too and we got very excited and it was the same deal oh it was not 
It was nothing nothing special is all nothing I'm saying. Nothing spectacular. Well, hey, stick stick to J. Crew Factory. That's what I like at Outlet Malls. Uh, I've had a lot of good luck at J. Crew Factory. I think the shorts I'm wearing right now are from there. Well, let me take a photo, um, though, so we can post on Twitter of these, your J. Crew uh, shorts. Baby blue. This is one of the first warm days we've had. It's going to hit 85 here in Southern California today. This, this, this the shot of Jason's bare legs is going to tear up the Twitter. Like the pirate uh, on Pirates of the Caribbean dangling his leg over the bridge. Yeah. This oh, is going right. to be just as iconic. Mm-hmm. That is weird that you're just under under bare feet. That's, That's one of fun. the most memorable things I feel like about that ride is that foot. We'll we'll get into this. I don't, on think, our, I don't think I've really, really? Like, thought about the foot. What's is, a lot is of it, people have sh- shared that with me privately that they <laughs> remember the foot on Pirates of the Caribbean. Jason? Does that foot have a wiki feet page? <laughs> is that <laughs> is I don't know feet? What is that website? I called? don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't explored, and I assume you have explored a little more of the foot fetishes on it's the not internet. Really, well, just intellectually, but it's not really my uh, uh, right. bag. But you're interested in all the fetishes. You're a little more curious than yes, Scott and I. I'm, I'm, curious. I'm curious about how people engage with that sort of thing. You know what I know about WikiFeet is that the, uh, whereas like, you know, there's not a lot of like nude scenes out there to choose from for your Mr. Skin kind of websites, but WikiFeet, if there's an actress who has a TV credit, anyone we know, probably anyone who's been on the show, yes. they are on WikiFeed. Oh, if you've yeah. ever been on television or in a movie, WikiFeed is, they're just more, uh, what's the word? They're more, they're in-depth. They, <laughs> like, they they catalog everything. Right. Probably you, we all might be. You will be as soon as that I, picture goes. As soon as that picture goes live. Is it equal yeah. male and female feet? Do we know? What it's do you be. think? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, of course it wouldn't be. But as Scott said, we could be on there. So I thought maybe it is an equal opportunity because Mr. Skin has a different. Ver- I've heard. Uh, I've heard is that there's a male version of it now too. Oh really? That that does like you know the, oh, for hunks? the fame. Yeah, Harvey Keitel scene, the Kevin Bacon scene. You know all the famous <laughs> dick scenes. Uh-huh. Um, Burt Reynolds, but he's naked in like a a centerfold yes. type setting, not um, a. Uh, not in a film, though he might be in a film as well. But the foot, yeah, the foot thing. Um, the foot fetish, I feel like, this is another tangent real quick, uh, uh, is so prevalent uh, that we must have friends that have it. But I don't have it. I don't get it at all. Yeah, that's I don't get true. it at all, and I'm not covering at all for my deep dark secret i swear <laughs> somebody's got but one of you may have averages, it so i'm not even i don't want to out you guys unless you want to say it but anyway um i, I do not speaking. but though i am on WikiFeet currently and i just looked up the word pirate and uh there are no results oh, oh so, boy jason do you do you also isn't that foot memorable Am I, really, I think so. Well, like, because they made it, they painted it to look very dirty, right? It's a dirty foot. It's a dirty foot. And that, I, I, that dirry foot is one of the most memorable things to me about one of the Pirates few, of the Ride and, and Disney. My mom brings like it up, too. You're speaking in code, though. Now you, this, you're, this sounds like a foot fetish <laughs> it's situation. Not. It's just memorable. It's This distinct. is actually it's, uh, Illuminati. He spe- the code is Illuminati. Talk. Oh, okay. It's not, not a sex not, thing. It's, it's a, not a sex it's thing. It's a deep. Because if, if you get into the Illuminati, it's a secret foot shake. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a dirty why. foot shake a dirty to get into the Illuminati. Shake. You have to have the right amount of foot stain. My, my mom would always talk about the foot. She would be like, oh, isn't it cool? The foot is over. Like, What's you can there see to it say hanging? about the foot? When people have discussed the foot with you privately, 
what's the what's the discussion people always say we'll just i mean it's a quick discussion we don't get into it too much of like what would it be like to touch the foot or what would it be like there but everyone's talking about you know like it's it's cool having that foot hanging there and their memory of it is very specific because sometimes you miss stuff on the ride but it seems like almost everybody knows that and fixates on it a little bit and it's a very like i don't know it, i guess it looks real i guess it looks real and some of the other stuff like you know the chasing around doesn't look so real because it's on a track or- and maybe uh, yeah yeah sure and like you know uh, uh, lincoln who we're talking about today yes. we don't uh, know what his feet look like I that was an early animatronic and it didn't get too much into the details so cut a couple years down the line and they're confident enough in their animatronic making abilities to have mm-hmm. a realistic dirty foot right right we, yeah <laughs> i do but think we do know i mean historically in that doris Kearns goodwin book she does refer to lincoln as one sick fuck so like he may have been <laughs> in two feet uh but sure. yeah i don't know if that uh, uh uh affected the imagineers when they were building the robot statistically speaking uh, several of the presidents have to have been in defeat oh yeah and we don't yeah. know who necessarily but we can all guess i think did anyone show their cards in any way um <sighs> was there uh you know i uh, this is uh, pretty tangential but the um who was it there was a guy who worked for reagan who banned the beach boys america's band from performing their fourth of july concerts oh. in the washington mall appropriate for a fourth of july episode uh, uh and he said something about how they they uh they bring the wrong element. The '80s Beach Boys bring the, that that seedy rock and roll element to the Washington Mall that we don't want, and they replaced him with Wayne Newton instead. And this was so unpopular. I forget the guy's name. That uh, the Beach Boys came to Washington on Reagan's invite, and the guy had to, uh, was given a, a the Secretary of the Interior, or whatever, was given a giant foot because he put his foot in his mouth. He was given like a, a, a foot wow. in your mouth award, perhaps by Reagan himself. So if that uh, foot in the mouth given to James whatever, Reagan's underling, mm. um, maybe he just had a lot of cast iron feet hanging around the yeah. White House. So that's uh, it was a long-winded way of saying I think Reagan was a foot man. Yeah, I think, I think we can declare officially here reagan was a foot guy we have all the proof we need mm-hmm. yeah anybody else we think was a was a secret I'm foot still fetishes? processing someone going like beach boys no wayne newton yes because mm-hmm. this many years later it's just like i'm sure if you told people that they would just go like that's both old music yeah <laughs> that's both stuff my parents like like it's a lateral move but to uh you know the beach boys have uh, guitars and there's girls in bikini tops who come to <laughs> dance to the surf music whereas wayne newton's yeah. just kind of swinging and uh, quiet and it's it's a more composed horniness i guess you get <laughs> with wayne newton it's a subtext yes. also had no involvement with uh, the manson family wayne newton <laughs> not as far as i know like, but you uh, have to imagine some some mob ties to be that much of a a, uh, fixture oh yeah for Um, sure um, i found uh, a completely unsourced uh, yahoo answers uh, answer to how many uh, people have a foot fetish they claim it's from uh, the kinsey study uh, done in the 70s 15 percent of americans have a foot or related fetish pretty high pretty high high. so if you then 
uh, forgive me while I pull up my calculator, uh, 45 presidents times 0.15, and that gives us 6.75. So somewhere mm-hmm. between 6 and 7. Reagan, we know with certainty, but there have to have been six other presidents who were foot fetishes. Grant. I say Grant. Sure. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. That's uh, a good one. Um, uh, he probably saw some feet get uh, lost during the Civil War. Yes. He probably saw a lot of stray feet lying around. I bet he did. And it, was, was he disturbed by it? And the, But the fetish was a way to process it? <laughs> anyway, we just want to wish everyone a happy hey. 4th of July. Uh, <laughs> you sit with your loved ones and tell tales of severed feet. Uh, um, and let us know who you think of the presidents. Was a, yeah. uh, a footman? Was a footman? I feel Against like we would... my better judgment, I'm going to say, tweet at us. <laughs> Which president you think had a fondness for the feats? We got so many more tweets today than any other day. We have blocked everyone who tweeted at us. <laughs> Somebody will have like read a biography and it had to be in there. Like This probably for a few of them is documented. So yeah, we'll hear. We'll find out. I feel like uh, an obvious answer might be Clinton because he was an old perv. But yeah, I, I think don't. But I think a, we'd know the the foot thing because we're pretty aware of his fetishes or his yes. specific interests. Uh, I think the foot fetish is too innocent for Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, what do we think about uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln? Let's cover that first of all. I don't know. I, he seems like a very staid. I don't see a lot of sexuality in Abraham Lincoln. There's been so many like books or like was Lincoln gay? Was this like? But I don't know that anyone. Oh right, yeah. Anyone has know. some definitive like uh, thing? And, and to just just say it for the record, we're talking about great moments with Mr. Lincoln today. Yes, uh, <laughs> there's, nothing about his, there's nothing about his sex sexuality on that ride. No, but like the pirates they, ride, the show, uh, probably the only one of the few rides with a dirty foot in it. This, as I was watching the, <laughs> a couple different versions, I was like. Is this the only Disney ride that openly mentions suicide? Because they quote that um, Lyceum speech of Lincoln's where he yeah, says, he says like, uh, die by suicide. Like That's the only way oh, that yeah. America uh, would uh, go down. Die by suicide. Yeah. Die by suicide. Uh, <laughs> he sounds a voice like, rattling in my head. Uh, few that sounds thing. like uh, Boss Nass. <laughs> he's shaking his head around while he talks this prequel uh there should be great character boss nass great moments with boss nass in star wars land (laughs) (laughs) where he talks about like the nabu uh the or yeah yeah the i was gonna say navi or nabu uh the gungan war Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's such a tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> if Disney can get an animatronic to shake their gels accurately, oh, man. let's get that boss nass attraction. I think you just like use the kind of the Ursula like body and mm-hmm. then you just change yeah. the head and make some water effects where he shoots water at the people when well, he talks. Well, if they can mimic, someone tweeted at us that we did not talk about on the Little Mermaid episode. We didn't mention uh, earlier this year when Ursula's head fell off yes. at the one park. Yeah. Uh, but that looked, that kind of swung around a lot. If they could program an animatronic to have the motions of that dangling head, I think mm. you'd get something closer to like a boss nass. Well, we'll start working on it, guys. Guys and girls. <laughs> People um, demand the gel shake be immortalized. Um, you know, you mentioned. Uh, suicide being mentioned in this attraction yes. and i found 
on a similar note, I, I read an interview with Imagineer Mark Davis, who was uh, one of the primary Imagineers who worked on all these uh, uh, early attractions and the World's Fair stuff. And he, uh, um, you know, the, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln was made for the 1964 World's Fair, as was the Carousel of Progress, mm-hmm. as was It's a Small World, and as was the Primeval World and Magic Skyway, which is now the Dinosaur Tunnel at yes. Disneyland. Uh, um, so they're doing four attractions for the World's Fair. Uh, uh, this is the magazine the e-ticket asked mark davis was of the four attractions for the world's fair was great moments of mr lincoln the most complex mark davis said well it was the one where we quote sweated blood you know walt (laughs) walt was about ready to cut his own throat and we were ready to jump off the bridge with him wow so suicide was heavy in everyone's minds creating this attraction well what i read was that um they had Walt Disney famously loved Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. and they had um, Robert Moses, like a longtime New York political fixture. I, I was reading about the, him. the Parks Commissioner, the Parks Commissioner, but he also like held like simultaneously held like a dozen different titles, but was always appointed, never elected, but was insanely powerful. Okay. Anyway, he was given like Disney gave him a tour of the stuff they were working on because uh, Moses wanted him to, you know, was interested in getting Disney involved in the World's Fair. And the very last thing they showed him was like a prototype of early prototype of the Abraham Lincoln animatronic. He's like, yes, that's great. There's an Ellen. It'll be in the Illinois Pavilion. And uh, uh, it was nowhere near ready. And the but he promised like we'll have it done so like i'm sure the pressure of that and also the pressure of trying to recreate uh one of america's most beloved political figures was probably like yeah i could see you sweating some blood yeah he was like i mean that's i feel like that is a thing that most uh, maniac innovators are like where it's like do this now I don't care if it's not ready. You figure it out, and we'll all be the most stressed up until somebody figures it oh, out. Oh, yeah. Jobs, I mean, all Steve these Jobs was famous for that sort of shit. I read the nicer Steve Jobs biography, and he still comes out looking like a lunatic. Yeah, but yeah, same with Walt, where he would just demand something, and then like keep checking in on it, and they'd be like, it's impossible, and he'd be like, it's not impossible, and then they wouldn't be impossible like that's the thing also with maniacs is they are often proven right because then it's not impossible they got it they fixed it they did it had to be pushed harder and it's where you do it you have a lot of respect for like what you're seeing in the presidency right now is this syndrome but all the people carrying it out are not good at what they're doing incredibly (laughs) incompetent (laughs) Um, but it's the syndrome that typically works with well thank god the guy's surrounded by geniuses right in the case of walt disney yeah he these people it's it does defy logic the way people who were like uh animators on paper or like like uh uh, were suddenly able to switch mediums and pull off something that had never been done before within a year on a crazy timeline or like uh uh, bob gurr frequently uh, uh touted imagineer who's you mainly associate with really technical attractions like the Autopia. He mainly worked in vehicles and big blunt uh, instruments and stuff. Yeah. He ended up coming aboard the Lincoln thing, even though he had not done character animation right. before. But he did He did understand complex machinery, which is what uh, Lincoln ended up being. Yeah. I read, there's a story about Orson Welles when they made Citizen Kane. Like, he was a theater guy 
uh, for for his early life. He did so much in the theater and on the radio. He really didn't know that much about making films. So like when it came time to like, all right, this is where the scene's going to fade out and we'll fade up on another scene. He just had them slowly dim the lights. They're practical fades. And <laughs> that's why they don't look, some of them like, oh, that looks so different than any other film. And it's because, well, he didn't know you did that in post. He just did it. Sure. On set. Wow. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, so I mean, this is a this is a big victory for uh, you know taking taking big swings, and the the other cool thing is that Walt got to do it on other people's dime. Like mm-hmm. all of these attractions yeah. ended up coming to Disneyland en mass, but he did not have to pay for them the usual way. Everything was financed right. by the, in in this case the state of Illinois or <laughs> GE sponsoring yes. the uh, the Carousel of Progress, um, and also just to put things on the contextual animatronic timeline the biggest animatronic thing was it the first i guess the enchantiki room um it must have been to some extent um i guess it depends on if you classify the uh fake animals in the jungle cruise those were pretty rudimentary but yeah i guess they move a little they move a little um but yeah tiki room was i think the first big first ones where they speak and it's these like run the show movement um so the enchanted tiki room is had happened but those are all fairly more simple uh, creatures it's eyes blinking and mouths moving and uh, uh, wings flapping and this is such a giant leap up that it's a per not only a person but a person that everybody uh, Mm -hmm. uh, knows and has very fond feelings about this one i i didn't realize until reading about this that uh, you know so there were two seasons that the world's fair ran there was like six months in 1964 six months in 1965 and while the 65 one was going they put in uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln simultaneously into Disneyland. So they were running at the same time. And what? they did really? it to yeah. celebrate the anniversary of the park. Wow. And, uh, uh, and then there was also, you know, pictures of Walt everywhere because the, the mythology of Walt Disney is kind of like uh, attached to this attraction throughout its history, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always thought they just moved the animatronic like they moved all the other crap out here but the original lincoln animatronic was like they thought lost to the ages until they found it in a crate not too long ago <laughs> really out here like buried in a warehouse in california yeah i think it's been at d23s have you i've seen a new seen? lincoln animatronic but oh, i've not okay. seen the original they had a couple like three or four years ago they had this crazy like expressive lincoln that is quite frankly frighteningly real uh-huh. and i don't think they've put that into any of the parks but they were showing just like the new technology of how much they can make a face a robot face move and it is frightening i'll try to find the video of yeah. it it's got to be online oh, somewhere i think i've seen a, a real close-up that seemed recent of showing what uh, like it's trained really close it's, on and he's face. like he's a little more cartoonish than normal too which makes it even more like frighteningly real mm-hmm. or like or just like perverse maybe <laughs> oh i've got it the original one is now at the one man's dream attraction in uh hollywood studios oh, in florida oh interesting so oh, wow. um you can see that there wow i didn't I, know that i didn't know that they were running at the same time this is before there was a disneyland and a disney world so that makes it the first multiple locations oh, yeah. currently first cloned attraction. attraction wow sure wow Huh. Um, there were people sending handwritten newsletters back then of like another clone <laughs> another clone attraction nothing new 
<laughs> the fanboys are furious. Message boards. I was I was impressed to learn that it's a re, it's his real face. That it's all they had a life mask. They had a life mask. Yeah. Yeah. If it's in the video, there's a video where he's introducing the ride Not or the a show. Death mask. Not a death mask. A life mask. <laughs> so, the in man. what regard this was done? Like his his face was immortalized, like for statues and. Uh, yeah. Well, this is. They said this was before the presidency that they took this life mask. That's well, what he says in the video, at oh. least, that they did it before the presidency. So, yeah, I don't know if it was, I should look more into it, if it was during the, when he was running for president, or, I'm not sure. Hmm. Or was that just a thing that everyone got when they were <laughs> in the olden days? <laughs> where, uh, like, honey, you get your life mask and I think it was mask? an option, especially sure. when photography was so new. Right. Um, but Or maybe they knew that one day there will be robots and that we should have this great yeah. man and uh, have his face be very accurate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Uh, I, I want to be flopping around on a stage. <laughs> I think it's interesting uh, about this this ride and a lot of portrayals of Lincoln in popular culture is everyone hones in on writings about his weird voice because, like, mm. I mean, this attraction. Uh, uh, what is the the main guy's? What is the name of the guy who does the in the attraction? Voice? In the attraction, who does Royal Lincoln? Dano. Royal Dano, um, <laughs> who, who later has, uh, he was an old character actor uh, and is survived by a, his uh, grandson named Hutch Dano. Great, <laughs> wow, Two of the perfect, best names. Wait, I've is ever he heard. related to Paul Dano? I don't know that one. I Let would me not look be that surprised. up. Yeah, look that up. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so a very distinct voice on this attraction, uh, uh, and a very distinct voice in. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis doing in the movie Lincoln from mm-hmm. a few years ago. No, no, no. We're on the world <laughs> stage now. Now, now. <laughs> I, I was with a, a group of friends who are really fixated on the Lincoln now. No, no, no. We are, uh, what's the other thing? Oh, I'm the president of the United States, clothed in immense power. <laughs> he gets a little less, not, it's not nasally, it's. The now, now, now is really odd. I don't even know how yeah. to describe that. It's a little, it's like kind of whiny. It's a little emo. No, it, no, no. It it reminds me of, of around the same time as Lincoln came out. Uh, I never saw the movie, but War Horse. Do you remember the movie War Horse? Mm, I never saw War Horse. In the trailer, uh, there is an audio clip. And I saw this trailer so much. I feel like they just played it before everything for a while. Of... Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yelling, "Be brave, be brave!" <laughs> like screaming at a battlefield of soldiers, <laughs> and it's just—it's never like. Again, I've never seen the movie. I know it's about a man and his horse, uh, but that "be brave" just comes into my head every now and then. Old time, like historical, bizarre lines in historical films. You just unlocked another one. There's some movie. Maybe you guys can tell me the title. I want to say Natalie Portman is in it. It is a historical 
film not america but like renaissance and they just remember a trailer with a lot of like but but you are my sister she is my sister um and i don't who is it who's the other one i don't know there's i have the title in my head the other berlin girl oh oh, 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 what is that song yeah what song what is that movie called uh the other but you are my sister and as such we must maintain boylan okay the other boylan girl boylan B-O-L-E. Bolin. Bolin. Yeah. And Bolin. Or I've just oh, always yeah, heard wrong pronunciations of that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. why do why do things why do odd phraseologies jump out so much? Odd and- phraseology. I mean, in the um, intro to this, when when uh, uh, Dano is reading like the 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 biography, the Lincoln was asked to describe himself. Uh, it always stuck out to me when he goes like. I was large for my age. <laughs> it's like, oh man, Lincoln was a big boy. He was a large yes. son. Uh, real b- can real you be, big one. As a large son, do they have to be, can they just be tall? Because he's a very lanky guy. Uh, yeah, he's very lanky. He's not a husky boy. He wasn't husky, but he was He was certainly large. I mean, he, was he called four. himself large. He's 6'4". Yeah. You ever play Lincoln in anything, Mike? You're probably... You're That's of a good the, question. I don't think I have. No vi- no video or sketch or uh, in a play. Mm, maybe yeah, an improv show. you've never been paid an insultingly low amount of money to play Lincoln for 12 hours. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe... President's Day-related sketch. I think a, in, in an improv show, I'm sure. I've done yeah. so many improv scenes. Sure, but Wasted no, but you so weren't like specifically improv. hired because like a lot of... I feel like every heavy set actor we know has... Has had to be Santa, yes, perhaps five times minimum. You just, it's just what ends up happening. But I'm, I'm kind of amazed you haven't been employed as a Lincoln. I don't think there's as much demand for Lincoln as Santa. I think maybe no. there's just so. I think yes, Lincoln only comes around once in a while. But yeah, no, when nobody, car sales, when like you know, <laughs> President's Day car sales. I like. I'll put it out there. I'm happy to play Lincoln. I will play him like Boss Nass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm tall, and you can put the beard on me, and it'll look right. And I'm fairly lanky, so. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln, I'm, I'm open for it. Lincoln 2 Reloaded. <laughs> sure. I'll do the direct-to-DVD sequel. But Which, there's, we've already, sh- the Lincoln, he's already been used for, you know, schlocky entertainment with the Vampire Hunter. Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's not yeah, out yeah. of the realm of possibility. We Lincoln has been put in the category of, like, uh, ninjas and yes. uh, uh, pirates and, uh, like, uh, yeah, like, random stuff if you want to convey that your thing is random get a lincoln in there there's no better way to let people know you have a twisted uh, (laughs) sense of humor whoa what are they doing with lincoln (laughs) i thought that was sacred wow (laughs) they don't care about about anything their sensibility is so twisted yeah wow they're implying he's a foot finishes (laughs) (laughs) they they go there uh um the well else to to keep talking about the minutia of Lincoln's voice. Another article, I think at various times, Lincoln historians have been unhappy with this attraction because uh, while that, the Royal Dano performance does seem like that that seems like what lincoln might have talked like to me but apparently it was uh, a little higher it was a little more nasally and i guess the criticism is that he should speak like an indiana guy or mm. a kentucky guy and what does that mean exactly i found one article that explained it that if you said you should not say thank you mr chairman you should say thank you mr chairman 
<laughs> so oh, yeah. you the fucked up man. Disney and have him say cheer instead of chair. Wow. Who care? Who's analyzing this? And I guess if you're a, well, first of all, if you're a Lincoln expert and a historian, you are smarter than me and uh, contribute well, more than I do. So I have no right to be taking you down. But I don't understand caring about not getting the dialect right in this robot ride. It, I, it has to be much like uh, us who have done a lot of a lot of things comedy wise, improv sketch tv shows and now we can't watch any comedy because it bothers us it's the same for historians they can't watch any movie they can't enjoy anything i was talking to somebody the other day who knew somebody who was an expert on pirates Hmm. and they said that this person this uh pirate expert hates the pirates of the caribbean movies hates the ride hates all of it so this is not what pirates were like and it bothers them so like I get it that if you're like so immersed in the topic, you can't enjoy just a frivolous fun adventure that that fictionalizes pirates or something. Like it, it, it you, there's too many inaccuracies is what I'm saying. Uh I mean I I find it uh, personally very tiresome in pop culture when it's like Oh, we got to go to Bingo World when like theme parks are See? like there's some very like lame theme park stuff. There's a, um, yeah, there's lazy portrayals of theme parks in films yeah. yes i mean then then there's Not like specific. most simpsons stuff is on point most simpsons stuff is pretty That's good what's so great uh, about the their theme park, theme park episodes they're yeah. very specific very specific mm-hmm. I, all the california adventure jokes from like 2001 did they make california adventure jokes multiple times just roasting that really, park oh, really? first oh yeah what but this is we like need... season 19 right i haven't seen no, up till that some... would have been like 10 or 11 really i think Really? Yeah. A little later, maybe. I was still a watching in 10 or 11. Did I just, did these go over my head? You were there so was, offended, you blocked them out. I was mad, There's I a guess. couple of them. The one that sticks out in my mind is like, we need to go where no one would ever find you. Uh, or we need to go somewhere totally empty. Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> wow, they really even just spell it out. Let me look for this. Uh, oh, also, Royal Dano not related to Paul Dano, oh, as far man. as I that can That would have been too tell. perfect. Okay. I mean, there, there are a lot of uh, legacies. There are a lot of legacy families in Hollywood. So so Royal and Hutch, a different Dano yeah, crew than, than Paul. Different Hutch, Hutch. that's um, the greatest name. I also, just real quick on the, on the Paul... Dan, not the Paul Dano point. The uh, which which one? What's Royal, his name? Royal, Royal Dano. Dano. Um, so he he had played Lincoln in other stuff, and he looked sort of Lincolny uh, in general. And he and I was looking up. Well, can I see him play Lincoln? And he did did it in a film or two, but he also did it in a in a very strange episode of a show called The Rifleman. A, oh yeah, uh, West uh, black and white show. And uh, I don't know the rest of what happens on The Rifleman, but there's a really strange scene where the Rifleman's son is like wrestling with a with a guy and rough necking and uh you know like uh, uh tumbling all around the uh, uh the stable and then when he flips over like hey all right you guys come in for dinner all right i'll be there in a minute and it's in, it's lincoln <laughs> and you're left for like seven minutes going like why am i watching lincoln in this old west uh like having dinner with these farm people and then you re- then it's spelled out to you that he is a crazy man who thinks he's lincoln and in order to keep <laughs> him at bay everybody has to like act like he really wow. is lincoln and at some point a little girl innocently says i know everything about you i know that you were born on such and such day and you were assassinated uh i mean <laughs> you wrote the emancipation very good that's right i don't know what that other word was you were starting <laughs> well um, this is the simpson plot the michael jackson simpsons plot 
Oh, you're right. There's an imp- a guy who thinks he's oh yeah a famous Johnson. guy. Yeah, for once, wow. the Simpsons did something after uh, yeah, another thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of little children, this is a good segue uh, back into the World's Fair uh, uh, version of this ride. Um, so I I had some of the I was listening to some of the audio files um, from this the box set about the World's Fair that Disney put out a number of years ago. Um, yeah, you sent us this file, and there's a. <laughs> this is a box set. You can yeah. hear so, raw audio of yeah. So uh, there's this box set. Uh, uh, I think it's called like Walt Disney and the World's Fair. It, it's great, and there's a disc dedicated to every attraction. I mean, what you really want. The main thing on each disc is the source audio from each ride. So it's source audio from Carousel, uh, Carousel the Full Lincoln Show, um, uh, uh, all of these different ones. And I got this from my dad a few years ago because he had been at the World. He went to the World's Fair multiple times uh, oh. when he was a kid. Um, and uh, but the the intro to this attraction when it was in the Illinois Pavilion was a thing called the Illinois Story. And uh-huh. it involved children reciting facts about Illinois. Oh, boy. And it's very odd. And it's just like, you know, uh, uh, agriculture, commerce, like all of this stuff. And it's it's already creepy because it's little kids just reading. <laughs> like, it's like, founded in, in 1645. Like, just saying this. And then halfway through this, they start talking in unison. So it's just a group going like, home to science and innovation the <laughs> land of lincoln <laughs> but it's very uh odd uh why are children made to recite historical facts that was my when i graduated from elementary school our the what we for some reason we all had to like get on like risers and tell the story of america and there were a lot of in unison parts like that where we all said the declaration of independence together that was our treat for graduating six years your longest school six years and we all had to read the tale of paul revere why are these things tied together why are kids made to yeah it's very strange uh the the audio actually i did Paul Revere and I uh, nailed it. That, I was like it? A, that was like a solo I had in oh, whatever wow. this nice. American history piece was, and I was I was real proud. Attend the tale of ugh, um, <laughs> uh, Wiener uh, Scott. Uh. The the audio file that you refer to that I sent you guys uh, is uh, outtakes of the recording of the Lincoln uh, attraction, and it's it's. Dano reading the lines like you know and it's just like or die by suicide and then you hear the classic okay hey that was great um let's take it back and this time really believe in the uh (laughs) words you're saying like it's so odd to hear the words of abraham lincoln get noted from a sound booth like it's very funny you know you know what it made me aware of is that the the directions are given so precisely make sure that it's clear that you have no lack of confidence in the republic 
heading towards the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. All right, great. Every note is given by some old, you know, some like uh, warhorse guy behind patriot. the desk. And I do, I direct things and I do VO direction specifically. And I'm sure if you heard audio of me doing that, it'd be like, oh, that was a pretty good, uh, 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 cool. Uh, uh, just maybe, um, I don't know, if would it be interesting uh, possibly if you could maybe uh, also, like, I was <laughs> shamed by how succinct this Lincoln director was and I'll strive to be like him in the future. <laughs> From now on, you'll be like, uh, say that like you love our flag please <laughs> you, those are the only i'm only giving patriotic notes yeah. from now on imagine a soaring eagle while you do this one please That's a good note actually and yeah. we'll give that uh i i the side note that there's others there's other versions of um or other versions there's other uh audio like outtakes like the haunted mansion you can find the outtakes of the narration the paul freeze narration oh, who really? also was the narrator on this right narrator yeah um and there it's wonderful to hear like like stuff that you know it just doesn't feel like it exists there's a there's there shouldn't be other takes of it it felt like it feels so like i don't know like it was born it was from just a, there it, it was just always there. there it's so it hearing like somebody fuck up or trying a different take or a different voice is very fun and weird but it's, also everyone's a lot more composed like you were saying scott so these outtakes usually aren't like you know anyone doing the voice of Lincoln and then going, fuck, I thought I had it. God damn it. Yeah. Like, the freeze one on the Haunted Mansion is a little more loose like that. Oh, is it? It's a little more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he says that, but I hope he does. God damn it. He, uh, yeah. Fuck me. You can hear that with uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, who was the voice of yes. ABC, the, the Wonder Years, and you can hear him, fuck me, one more. Yes. Right, Goul- God damn it, give me another. He was the great Goulardi. Uh huh. Yes, he was one of he the was early a local horror-, horror show host. Where uh, was it? Pennsylvania? Somewhere in Pennsylvania or something? It was somewhere on the East Coast for sure. Okay. Um, but he was he he knew Tim Conway. The look up is he, was yeah. he uh, Ernie Anderson? I believe. If you look up mm-hmm. Ernie Anderson outtakes and you want to hear a great dulcet voice say "fuck me," <laughs> um, the, in general, it being Paul Freeze <laughs> is fun because. Like I think I'd forgotten that, and I don't go to this attraction very often. And this, this preceded the Haunted Mansion, yes. but uh, uh, so this was done before his eventual role as the ghost host. But you so associate him with like ghoulishness and malice that when to hear him, it makes the entire attraction today seem sarcastic like at one one point he says like it was in new salem that the young lincoln worked as a clerk and postmaster (laughs) like what are you what are you getting at do you is that a lie did he not do it was he a bad clerk what are you implying yeah like just here and i don't even know if he says this but in my mind it's like great moments with mr lincoln and you're like ah it's scary it's a scary ride just scary now like leslie nielsen it's hard to back up and see leslie nielsen being a serious part unless he's doing Doing a crazy like he does the uh, Ludwig von Drake voice, which is the scientist the oh, duck, yeah. and he does uh, one of the uh, which uh, Tiki Bird. So like if he's doing a voice like that, I think he can get away with not sounding sinister. Oh, yeah, but yeah, when he's doing his normal voice, it really just like you really, <laughs> Mister Lincoln. Uh, he was assassinated <laughs> in eighteen sixty five. Are you glad? Is that good to you? 
<laughs> there, uh, it would have been better if Thurl Ravenscroft did the narration. <laughs> oh boy, that's what I was. Yeah, the 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 Holy Trinity, and for, I, maybe I might be forgetting a big one, but I was thinking about this: Paul Fries, who's the ghost host; Thurl Ravenscroft, mm-hmm. who's the the deep uh, with eerie eyes, grim grinning ghost, and Hans Conried, who I forget oh. what he is in the parks, but he's Captain Hook, and he's on a lot of things yeah. with all those guys. Yeah. And these uh, these old character actor weirdos, I love them. I love when they come up on these uh, yes episodes because they're in everything. These guys are such workhorses. Uh, another uh, Royal Dano thing from that Lincoln, uh, uh, him reading Lincoln's like self-autobiography portion, um, he talks about in it uh, a thing that at the time was probably very common, people being self-taught, but now takes on a different meaning when he goes like, I decided to borrow some law books and uh, taught myself the law. And it's like, nowadays, if someone describes himself as a self-taught lawyer, you're like, <laughs> oh no, this is a sovereign citizen or some other form of uh, John Bircher uh, society maniac. You better call Abe. <laughs> yeah, better call Abe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would have been a real ambulance chaser uh, if there were ambulances. If there were ambulances. Uh, yeah, that is very interesting. Huh. Like self taught yeah. so doctor. We shouldn't have trusted this guy, I don't think. Self taught. I mean, that said, we talked about the Imagineers like teaching themselves how to build theme parks, pretty much inventing theme yeah. parks as they learned how to do it. Uh, so, you know, not that long ago, and people still are self taught or jump between. Uh, media, but Walt like Disney himself had no right to be have, being able to no. draw doodles and steal other doodles from your friends <laughs> doesn't <laughs> imply that you'd be able to be a, a, a you know a, a opener a guy, a guy who builds massive real estate in theme parks and mm-hmm. perfects uh, robot technology and tells stories and yeah uh, yeah hey it's the American spirit that is shared by Abe and Walt and that's why their stories are intertwined. Mm-hmm. A earnest thing to say, but I felt like I had to say it weird or sarcastic because <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm how insecure would, with how uh, earnest this podcast is. Sometimes. How would Paul Freeze say it, though, and add a little <laughs> bit of a spin to it? I'm a, one of the great American innovators. <laughs> Was he not? Uh, Disney or Lincoln? He was saying, I'd no, say he was saying they were both disruptors. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah we have to reverse supply that term one of the great terms yeah, yeah. Um, a real disruptor what else oh uh okay so one thing that was different at the world's fair attraction was um uh, uh the illinois pavilion had uh you know because the world's fair these giant worldwide events so they can get stuff like the Illinois Pavilion had the handwritten manuscript of the Gettysburg Address that did not make the jump to Disneyland (laughs) no no I don't think that's there I haven't seen it Uh, but when this This is a crazy attraction yeah uh, when it opened at Disneyland of course um, uh, uh, lots of Abraham Lincoln and also Walt Disney exhibits uh, in the in the lobby that has pretty much 
never change. Which is also true of the Hall of Presidents yes. and of the American Adventure. Yes. All these, this, this is a trilogy, really, of attractions. Walt is essentially a president in terms of the Disney mythology, mm-hmm. that the, <laughs> the story the company tells. Like, Maybe You think he would have run if he hadn't died in 66? Oh, Maybe it would have been oh. like Nixon versus Disney in 68? No, no he would have run buddies. with them. Nixon would have been his running mate. Oh, there's something. Disney would have been That's a That's an Avengers lineup. No, I think <laughs> Nixon would have rat fucked him. Dis- well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, Dis- I think Disney was uh, a savvy enough businessman to know to not explicitly, even though he was hanging with Nixon, not to say exactly where he fell on the political spectrum for his business. Yeah, he didn't really put it out there so thoroughly. We know he's, he's probably more conservative. Yeah. Guy, yeah. But, uh, Unlike a Bob Iger who uh, wants to be a centrist Democrat, he wants to run as a centrist Democrat. Um, and he's been very explicit about that, except he keeps re-upping his contract. Every He's going to say, like, he'll say he's done, and then he goes, oh, two more years for me. Oh, I see. And he's yeah, done that, like, running yes. in 2020, he's it done, wouldn't seem. Right, he can't do that, but he was, he was going, Oprah wants him to do it, so. But he, so, he's taking a, it's a different approach, God is what I'm it. saying, then. <laughs> mm-hmm. why, we, why would he want to stay on for $400 million when he could get $400,000 as president? <laughs> it's strange. And criticized yet. by everyone roundly at all times, and yeah. uh, potentially mm-hmm. shot at or assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he's being we're uh, currently we're recording this in a weekend where he's been uh, Robert Iger specifically has been, been criticized by Bernie Sanders yes yeah, uh, getting, as part roasted. Of this, getting his ass roasted, <laughs> getting his ass roasted. for <laughs> Disney's poor uh, labor treatment which yes. I, yeah. I don't know we're not like obligated to talk about but I've thought about how we haven't no we I'm have. not, like, I think we have, have we? We've, talked we have. About we've, how, like, we've touched upon it yeah, yeah. We here's here's what devoted I'll... a whole episode to uh, labor theories, but uh, I just th- you know I feel like we should make clear though we like these parks, we don't like that. I think we have said yeah, that before. We've said but, pay yeah, here's, them more money. Here's what it's I want. Entirely unethical to these... like keep charging more for tickets and hotels and everything else, and not share that with the workers who do the brunt of the labor. I would like like these and I this uh, truly I'm saying this with the most love I can possibly muster these uh, these wonderful nerds that run this park and are, are responsible for the day to day operations truly are the backbone of this this whole thing that we love and these people deserve more money for it. It is a hard job in a lot of cases. They have to deal with a lot of people that are angry and yelling at them. There's so many people that come through. The crowds are insane. And maintain a level of uh, and, friendliness. Yes. And be an ambassador of Disney magic. A very hard thing to do. Uh, we had Jenny Nicholson on. She was like so clearly a like it's in her, it was in her DNA to do that. She doesn't yes. do it anymore. But like, do you ever get mad or flip out at anybody? And the answer is no. Right. But she and, she and Jenny was not like a you know robotic weird made in a lab Disney person. She right. just like genuinely believes in it and was probably very good at uh, at all that. These people are very, are very valuable and it's uh, yes. it's amazing and, that they're, they can keep that up. And on top of just being you know nice and help helpful and stuff, they love it they give a shit about all yeah. of it the history so much and, yeah. most of them at least a majority um and it would be nice if they would show them you know basic decency by giving them yeah. an amount of money that would let them live comfortably in anaheim yeah that's the other thing it's like it's not cheap to live in california i mean no you can live here uh, uh, you just have to make sacrifices to live here, pretty much, unless you have a lot 
of and, money. And you I mean, think it's, Orange County wouldn't be well. Obviously, Orange County has is uh, very some ritzy, very toney areas. But yeah. like, there's you know, like you go around Anaheim, and there's some like there's apartment complexes that are so lame looking, you like <laughs> make fun of them, and they're like, <laughs> who would live here ever? Oh, people who have no choice and work really hard to a fifteen-year yeah. Disney veteran lives in this apartment <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with three others. Yeah, and yeah. someone someone pointed out like online, well, you know, th- anytime this comes up in any industry it's like well if they're not making enough money they should find a new job which first off fuck you grow a heart like second <laughs> yeah there's uh, a lot of people uh, on twitter that are like well they should just leave then it's like shut yeah, the fuck up like, hey, one man. of those other jobs that are so easy yeah. to come by yeah oh love to get uh uh love to get scolded by uh uh cranky uh baby boomers who had a million more like uh uh safety net that like, we had pensions and like uh, uh yeah sure lots of vacation and all of this stuff as we live in the gig economy hell um but <laughs> hey, when they say like, you really enjoying doing the pod and yeah <laughs> uh, no uh, well you also like uh what you're describing the uh the, the people who believe in the mythology of the park and these attractions so hard never will you find that type more than in the trilogy of uh patriotic attractions oh, yeah, people sure. who have to put on who do these little because if you go see the great moments show or american adventure i think you talked about this uh on that episode they do yes. these verbal presentations that are like you so carefully manicured and full of love and enthusiasm uh uh you know they, they, it's not just like press and play on the robot show please enjoy grandma's and mr lincoln like they the specifically these positions people are like these docents yeah. and uh and they, yeah. they do a good job and they're great and they deserve uh, the uh same more the, money uh the same uh money and benefits that an in and out burger employee gets <laughs> like how oh, about just yeah. that that's a good com- that's a like a pretty decent company as far as they're yeah. like nor- their starting wage and their benefits and yep uh, yeah but like, one, come on. one thing specific to the parks i saw someone point out when that like get it well maybe they should find a new job someone pointed out like yeah often they do and uh uh cast member turnover like can hurt the experience because you have less and less experienced mm. people sticking around who uh, uh and more like newer and newer people who great i mean you always need to refresh uh your employee base but like you know someone's got to you know show the new kids how it's done you yeah. know and if you don't know how to pilot those canoes they could sink if you don't know how to pilot the main yeah. street ambulance it could go off the off of main street and sure. into the emporium sure. and run over 20 people and even just those like little extra touches that that disney is famous when like someone goes out of the way your way like oh le- we don't have this item here let me call another store and that that sort of thing yeah like, we did that the other day yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was uh, uh, very specific was a 30 minute a 30 minute journey from somebody trying to call different stores and like they're at a different kiosk and i was like you don't have to do this and i'm like yeah yeah it's okay and they're like waiting on hold what were you yeah. after uh it was uh I, I had to make a, a bulk purchase that we'll talk about on a different show oh yes those yeah. have been alluded to on social media although this we'll may see. come out after that so i may have to edit this don't know well, <laughs> well if see. you're not hearing it then it uh, <laughs> it didn't happen <laughs> you're one of us uh okay so uh well we've been on a 
Labor yeah, Dare. Well, we could go. On one. Hey, yeah, I think we it was. You started it, Scott. Overdue. We're ready to go. I did. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, but he, I mean, we, this can't isn't always even factoring in inflation. I yes. mean, like Disney, the Disney pricing and stuff has outpaced inflation so much, and wages yeah, across the board are stagnant or like very slowly rising. But like Disney certainly isn't leading the way. Yeah. If I'm paying this it. much for the annual pass, I would like to think that the workers are getting paid a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be nice because yeah. it's gone up about five hundred percent in the last five years. Jeez. Yeah, and I, uh, as I am not a Disney shareholder, I don't give a shit about Disney shareholders. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, I am one though. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Jason. Oh no. Do well, you have a single birth, one? Was, Do you have the uh, single souvenir one? No, I might my, my, just my my dad. I'm like uh, pretty gr- good. grandfathered into it. Oh, okay. Um, um, that was apparently well, Jason a very give a shit about you. I yeah, guess. I don't give a shit. Now I know. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I've been uh, hiding in plain sight this whole time. All right. Uh, this but, was it used to be a very common thing. People would give like a share you know, or two well, to honestly, newborns, and then also you would get the the shareholder t- reports. Used to be nice souvenirs. I'll tell you. Yeah, this. you know we I talked like about that my, my family is also shareholders oh okay <laughs> my, but my mom refuses to vote in the elections <laughs> my mom won't vote i told her uh and i uh, for years United states elections no no the, no she yeah yeah she votes in those like disney think. shareholder the disney shareholder she doesn't want to offend anyone though because she thinks that then like a ceo will see that she voted against them Mm-hmm. And that they'll be mad at her, and that so she would not, she huh? would never, because I would try to tell her what to do, and she she just wouldn't, she would not vote. Can't well, that's why I don't vote in national elections because <laughs> you don't want to make the candidates mad. <laughs> yeah, I just want everyone to have a nice time. Trump might have a list of everyone who didn't vote for that him. That is true. That's Trump and Nixon as well true. probably yeah. did have got me the ledger of all the people. Yeah, yeah. He probably if he's criticized on Twitter, if you've been blocked, he might have like looked you. Yeah, I think that's probably that's right. what I thought. Hey, this is a good Nixon uh, is a, a good jumping off point. So uh, as we said, this ride opened at the World's Fair, then opened at, uh, simultaneously in 65, opened at Disneyland where it ran uh, uh, until 1972. Uh, also, funny note, uh, sponsored by Lincoln Savings and Loan Association. Yep. Fun. Very cute. Um, never required an A through E ticket. Walt wanted this, wanted everyone to see this because it was important historically. So yeah. it was free. You could just walk over to Disney and go on this this show and, and enjoy it and then leave. So like Scott, yeah. for instance, in the old days could go down He'd probably have to smuggle white wine in, <laughs> and they drink. Aaron, you and Aaron would drink it in the car. Would have had to know a. Uh, we would have. We would have paid for Club Thirty Three just for uh, <laughs> right, just for it wine would have been purposes. Cheaper. Yeah, uh, and then you would go on Lincoln, and mm-hmm. then you go home. Yeah, you know it's a thing with no line mm-hmm. AC. Although we do it, we certainly do not do it uh, these days. Do you guys go on this? Well, attraction? It's a it's a once a year for me. Once a I, year, I believe there are a couple attractions around the park. That's once a year. Jason is smiling from ear to ear. I think he's about to tell us that he goes on it very frequently. Every time. I do pretty regularly. (laughs) Do you really? Well, sometimes you hit that point in the day where the wait time for everything else is just, it's just, it's just like a stalemate. Like, Mm Oh, even that's, Pirates is too long. The point this where is I leave long. the park. That's what I do. I haven't gone on this with you, have I? Or have I? 
Do you have, I don't really I don't recall know. us going on this. Jason needs to be alone. I've gone a lot. Well, because I had <laughs> Front never... row center, Jason. It's alone. an emotional experience. Apparently, Walt would like tear up when he watched this. Uh-huh. And, and, and uh, Lily and his wife would have to cover for him. And like, oh, he had something in his eye. And oh. that's... Is, is that your situation as well, No, Jason? well, I mean, especially when it's <laughs> you, hot. It's air conditioned. Oh, you take a nap. You're crying because it's so hot. Uh, I just... I mean, I like the animatronic. I like... Do you bring a treat in with you? I don't think you can. I don't. I think they say oh, they you say have no? to finish that before you <laughs> go. Sorry, you're you tearing have to up right now. Jersey Mike's, and also, where did you get it from? Like, um, you, you hid it in a locker several days in advance. I mean, there's there's some very odd portions of the, it in the current. Well, so the thing I was getting to earlier about Nixon. Uh, uh, I'll talk more when we get to the current version about why I like it, okay. um, but. Uh, Nixon, probably among the people, uh, uh, came from Orange County Republicans, mm-hmm. um, and they, were, I believe, were some of the people not very happy in 1973 uh, when Disney opened the Walt Disney Story in place of Great Adventures with Mr. Lincoln. Oh. Uh, Was it Great Adventures? What? Did you say or great moments? Okay. Great, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> it's not a great adventure, adventures. That's for sure. That's I mean, American that's adventure. Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. If you want, that's true. <laughs> a great adventure. The greatest with the American adventure there is. So this lasted uh, two years. Wait, and ha- Nixon was mad. No, no. I'm just saying. I think Orange County Orange Republicans, County Republicans were, mad. were mad because they just got rid of this Lincoln attraction, right. For a Walt Disney attraction, and the, and the rap was it is a dishonor to Walt Disney's legacy to take out Lincoln and put in a thing about Walt Disney's legacy. Yes. Very confusingly, right. people felt that it was yeah. more a more of a tribute to Walt to keep Lincoln in there. Yes. So they eventually sort of combined them in this odd way <laughs> right i think like yes, you, like yeah. they played the walt disney story in the lobby and then it, it had like a tortured title that was the walt disney story featuring great moments with mr yes. lincoln um but, but i think it, they would play it partly during the show too though and then lincoln would appear Am oh like so the main theater is still playing a walt disney movie it was like half and half i, I believe see. huh um, I, none of us are th- interested Let's, enough to know officially. That's yeah. where our research sometimes lags is when you're bored by the information well, so you don't also, keep looking like, at it. Well, also, like, this two-year-old attraction that people really didn't like, like, is not exactly archived uh, that well. Nobody took an old Bolex camera and filmed a yeah. film <laughs> off of a screen. Film was 23 minutes long, says here, stitched together archival film and audio footage, blah, 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 similar version was in the magic kingdom where was that the magic kingdom from 1973 to 1992 there was a walt disney story disney story in disney world kingdom yeah Hmm. i'm trying to i'm sure i saw does this episode cover us on that or we're gonna have to talk about that in some other horrible episode down the line uh uh, we're gonna do magic kingdom specific walt disney story walt disney auto bio stuff in one episode one man's dream and the we can talk about how um my 
um, I owned a couple Walt Disney biographies as a kid, if you can imagine that. Yeah. And my dad gave me one one time, and the uh, he just like, yeah, it's a book about Walt. Here you go. Happy birthday. And then uh, he didn't look at it too carefully because the book was called Hollywood's Dark Prince. <laughs> and it was a picture of Walt, but then his shadow was like like weird and scary and grotesque he oh. was like like his shadow showed the true devil that was walt and i read this whole to tie it all together it was like largely about his union and labor mm-hmm. issues and the strikes that he crushed and uh communism and i was yeah. de- i was like 200 pages into this book before my mom figured it out and mm. was like maybe you shouldn't be reading that but i was like no mommy please i must finish hollywood's <laughs> dark prince <laughs> um, it was a good book credit where it's due i think Hold on one second. Edwin laid on my mic cord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, credit where it's due, the Disney Family Museum uh, uh, that his daughter uh, was, you know, that, that, that is up in San Francisco that the family was involved in making does not gloss over the strike stuff. Okay. It's like a pretty big chunk about like yeah the, the strike unlike um, the moments think, of mr lincoln that glossed over the foot fetish <laughs> yeah <laughs> during uh, i think during halloween they should rename the walt disney story uh the dark prince story featuring great moments with mr lincoln <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what a when in a time when you celebrate villains uh-huh. let's uh, talk about the villainy of uh, walt yeah i this well this is a, I, you know when i wanted to talk about the labor stuff for a second i think i'm like i want to convey that we aren't so rosy cheeks and bushy oh, eye yeah. or whatever adjective that we will not though we are very sincere in our love of the parks sure and i don't i never wanted this to be a podcast that's about how walt was secretly you know yeah he hated the jews and like all that which i always find like uh is that based in fact or we just is it all urban legend and what are we i never wanted to be like an ant this to be a uh sure. so dark yeah. of a podcast no. but i don't want to ignore that stuff either i agree I think I we've think got a yeah. realist take on all of these things well i think we also would agree that like the imagineers should probably be paid more sure <laughs> like uh, these are the uh, real heroes they're real here yeah. not, not the disney corporation yeah not so but the, again the wonderful nerds in all levels of the of, yeah. of uh or the, whatever the hierarchy of all this stuff I don't know what they're paid, but it question. should be more. Let's bring them on. We Let's love bring them. We the love what they do. On and ask how much yeah. they're paid. Let's just ask them to show paste. It'll be like a Howard Stern interview. How much? You, how much you make doing something like that? <laughs> Which Imagineers you want to ban? <laughs> um, uh, uh, anyway, hey, back to Lincoln facts. Um, <laughs> there was also uh, uh, there was a, like a couple other little exhibits in this in this zone. There was like a I think you could you could look at Walt's office for a long time. Is that still the case? That is, is in uh, well, they've restored his office on the lot, and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, the last time I was in Florida, there was a recreation of it. Yeah, in, but there's uh, one man's dream in that same exhibit yes, in Hollywood. But Studios. there's not one up in in Anaheim. Okay, or down I think Anaheim. there was at one point, and there's also this little thing. Were you guys ever there when there was a? Uh, there's this little show that was kind of well done that you would watch with four other people. Nobody ever sat and watched this. That was, it was like, it was an owl with a, with the graduation is I a mortarboard. Saw, I saw a picture of this and I got very excited, but it was not, it was before my time going to oh, Disneyland. Okay. This might've been like pre 2000. Yeah. There's this little show in the corner of the lobby where you wait for the Mr. Lincoln attraction. And there's a, yeah, it's 
like a owl with a chalkboard. It's the and he owl. tells you about the true life adventures, the nature movies that Walt made in the fifties and sixties, and how he and his uh, interest in and love for animals. It's the owl from the old like music shorts. I believe. Oh yeah, and, and the sing Disney sing alongs. They would repurpose that footage to do those Disney sing alongs. Yes. Um, yeah, that's why I got so excited. I was like, "Holy crap! It's the owl." It's yeah. That, I don't know what his character's name is, but you would have loved it because as a, as a Chuck E. Cheese fan, this yeah. was seeing an animatronic uh, wow. that played to audiences of no one <laughs> quietly in a corner. Wow. Wasted animatronics are a that's wonderful. That's crazy. Thing. I had, I didn't. That, that was news to me when I was looking this up that that existed. That they um, ever had one of those albums. Yeah. Well, it was fascinating to see, and then he presses play on a video, and then I stopped watching the video. Uh, but the first two minutes of the video of the video that I watched were uh, fascinating. Sure. Uh, I, maybe I have not been less engaged in the source material of a topic before. I never, I don't know what you guys did. I don't think I watched a full Lincoln speech. I don't think, I don't really know a lot about how the versions were different. Um, I, I, I know that it got shorter every time. Like the the, yeah, the state fair one was or the the world's fair one was very long. Got a little shorter when it came to Disneyland. Got a little shorter again in the seventies. Everything shorter gets and shorter. a little shorter. They all these it. all these shows over the years, I think, have gotten a little shorter, which is fine by me but a uh, problem for you jason well no <laughs> you can't jason cannot get to rem if the show is in a certain 12 length. minutes isn't enough time to fall all the way asleep they they've made they've certainly made some edits i mean the speeches are uh uh now edwin is getting uh fidgety um they they've certainly made some edits over the years i mean the dialogue of the the royal dano uh, section the actual animatronic is kind of a hodgepodge of speeches like it's not one speech all the way through yeah uh i think that happened at one point um well i, I want to get to that because i know scott you're excited about that version but, oh yeah uh, real quick in um the 80s uh so in 1975 lincoln comes back uh at disneyland um and in 1984, they added in the uh, Golden oh. Dream and Two Brothers from the American oh, Adventure in Epcot. <laughs> These songs rearing their heads on this podcast again. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, Two I would like to. Brothers. Yeah. I would like to talk about how occasionally I like to just yell like, one war blue and one war gray. Like, just out of nowhere. I think it's a very funny bit to, what, uh, to do. On a date? Where do you do it? Yeah, sure. Let's go <laughs> that um, <laughs> just anywhere just anywhere um and golden dream i think used to be in the show somewhere now it just kind of plays yeah, as you when you're walk leaving out. oh it plays in the lobby really i think it's after the show after the golden show Dreams like plays. when the lights come up and you're leaving when was the, the last theater? time you saw the show um i think i went in 2014 i'm on a once okay. every four years with lincoln <laughs> see it's so, been a while uh, although you know the most recent time you have been in the theater. Oh yeah, uh, this was a blast. Is when Scott and I watch when our our respective our significant others uh, watch the Oscars. Yeah, there was <laughs> a special ago. annual pass holder event. Yeah, uh, um, where yeah we watched the live 
telecast of the Oscars, um, this end, what, what ended up being the uh, the the Kimmel yes. uh, wrong envelope uh, snafu year. Wow. Although we had long vacated for our Blue Bayou reservation by the yes. time all that happened, but yeah, we got to watch the Oscar opening with Justin Timberlake and Kimmel's monologue with an audience like and a screen row. blocking where what you know has a Lincoln animatronic so behind it. Hollywood's biggest night you got to see projected on a screen in front of like a sleeping robot and animatronic yes yeah it would have been nice if they opened the curtain once in a while and you see him yeah but they didn't the brightest stars in hollywood sky are out tonight but the real brightest star is right here and he was our 16th Mm. president (laughs) and he rips through the screen screen. (laughs) who cares about this all this fluff Um, let's talk about fortitude and having a pride in your and, bosom and gumption. <laughs> um, that was a blast. And there was a trivia contest. Yes. And I, I won one. Or no, it wasn't a trivia contest. It was Just, a raffle. Yeah. And they had to keep skipping past all the empty seats. So eventually once a seat was reached with a person in it, I was that person. And I got a copy of the guardians, Two cartoon no. Guardia, Guardians tape. Ca- yeah, cartoon soundtrack. <laughs> Which is, I believe, still in its original packaging wow. uh, in a closet somewhere. And a palette of bulk uh, Perry the Platypuses uh, that have not been sold. <laughs> <laughs> you get to take these off our hands. Um, that was a lot of fun. And that, you know, I, I uh, it, pre-thinking about what else do you do with the space, uh, uh, you know, I leave Lincoln in there, certainly, but more, more events. More awards. Movie shows, screenings, screenings and stuff. Yeah, let's do yeah. football games. Oh. Let's do the Miss America pageant. I <laughs> want to watch everything in modern, that theater. New Modern Family episodes screened in <laughs> live as moments. they air to watch it with a laugh track. Yeah. I I was there. I happened to be there once. I think it was when family was visiting. We were staying down there, and it was an AP event in there, and they were showing um, old documentary. They showed like mm. um, either the Disney World story. Or they showed like one of the wonderful world of Disney like documentaries in mm-hmm. there just for APs and you got a button. So, so, <laughs> so, uh, like, while we certain things about Disneyland we're not thrilled about, the AP program is yeah, well, not one of them. That's not on our well, shit list. You get a well, button. Honestly, it is kind of on my shit list. Oh, no. I feel oh. like they've dialed back on They've dialed way back on events. We used to get uh, crazy yeah. perks. You would go down, and if you signed up, or, or uh, I, I have on my Twitter an alert that sends me an, uh, a message that says if there's an AP thing you can sign up for. There used to be wonderful events that would be like closed off. I think they did one like a year ago and i was too too slow getting it it was for cars land and then it was it would just be ap's after dark you get two yeah. hours with just a small group of people they used to do that stuff all the time they would do previews for new rides not anymore hmm. everything sucks now because of how many people are there and yeah the, so and yeah, as we protest do, you're only gonna go uh, one and a half times well, yeah, a that's week the problem. on average and i only pay three hundred dollars to get into star wars land i will not pay five I swear. I have a limit. I am a disciplined man. I will only slip some bribes to the people controlling the line for Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Scott, I started to tee this up. Uh, now, eventually, the Walt Disney story with great moments featuring Mr. Lincoln. That's Mr. Lincoln, not Abraham or President Lincoln. It was never Abraham in the title. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, you got a refurb. Yeah. 
in the what was it 2000 2001 is what 2001. i'm saying at um, which point well it, uh, you're talking about the walt disney story featuring great moments with mr lincoln the journey to gettysburg colon, colon the journey the, to gettysburg <laughs> yes i saw a sign that said that had even more the sign was the disneyland opera house presents the walt disney story featuring great moments of mr lincoln the journey to gettysburg <laughs> incredible boy there's yeah. a lot of convoluted names out there yeah uh, that people that puts were, guardians of the galaxy mission breakout to shame yeah i was gonna say people that were complaining about that jesus that this was double the size the disney it's important to know that the disneyland opera house presents it mm-hmm. i mean what because how do i they might be presenting something else yeah how would you know uh, could be the oscars or uh um do you know do anybody know what the opera house was before lincoln in general i don't i didn't know this because i was like was that building there or did they build it because it, it was always there but it was kind of nothing there was it was i think just a facade and then they put in babes in toyland sets for really? four years oh, yeah wow. so that's what was there from 61 to 65 and then for disneyland's 10th birthday mr lincoln evicted the toys wow i didn't Whoa. know that yeah um and that Sorry, was just there kids, forever it's time to learn <laughs> babes in toyland is a, a horrifying movie yeah yeah not horrifying but it's it's very weird and it's not it, great yeah but it gave us those uh soldiers who factor into so many parades yeah the soldiers are cool Christmas time and uh there's there's a great edwin performance in it Speaking not Edwin, of, your dog. Not Edwin, the dog, but Edwin. Ed is that is uh, why your dog is Edwin, though? You said. Right? Yeah, basically, he's sort of named after Edwin. Oh man, <laughs> have we talked about how I'm a Keenan Win guy? No, I don't think so. Edwin's son, Keenan, who is an old grouch, who's an old like old curly mustached weirdo, who's a villain in a lot of old Disney's and like the Shaggy DA and the Love Bug. I'll oh, get that Love Bug. He's just <laughs> this old sour cranky. I like him as much as Thurl or any of them. Wow. Uh, love Keenan Win. Uh, uh, he, he he's responsible for one of my favorite scenes ever, just in the movie Super Train, where he's the billionaire who presents the idea of a super train gentlemen we must build <laughs> super train uh, and then kick into hard disco and shots of a high-tech train uh, uh great scene love keenan win we gotta do a bunch of win episodes i think yeah let's just go through the filmography not steve win though no that's <laughs> nope. a bad win that ship has sailed but like the danos that's multiple families right not different they're not related. related but anyway uh great moments with mr lincoln the journey to gettysburg uh this was a, a very bizarre attempt to revitalize this attraction because a complaint uh, you might have to this day is that it's a little dull it's a little dry mm-hmm. and they decided to bring in some technology that was a smash hit at the show Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey in Florida, which is a show that is a, uh, where Drew Carey is a private eye, and then the the lights go out, and you experience his adventure with headphones, and, uh, and the, head, the, the audio is so precise. It's actually the same as uh, Alien Encounter, mm-hmm. where the audio is so precise that you feel like these sensations are actually happening uh, uh, to you, uh, such as, you know, liquid being poured right next to your ears, <laughs> as often happens. Well, and getting um, a haircut, right? Getting a haircut. Yeah in this you're t- and yeah. this is binaural audio binaural right. sound you were the there you were given these fancy headphones yeah so disgusting 
reused throughout the day headphones. <laughs> yeah, 3D glasses are one thing. They clean them now, too, most of these places, uh-huh. as you and I know, because we went backstage to see it. Oh, that's right. We were Studios. given an odd tour of the Despicable Me. Years ago, we were at Universal Studios, and employees came and said, hey, do you want to get a tour of the backstage and then go right wow. to the front of the line? And we were like, what are you talking about? Who are you? And we are like, you don't want the tour? And we're like, why are you giving us this tour? And this sounds like I'm doing a bit. This is literally what happened. And there, we were like, I guess so, but like, do we have to, uh, is there like a price? Do we have to pay for it? No, it's just free. come with us. Come they were the like back. such kind of sedate girls, and we're like, oh, okay, I guess. But why is this happening? And they're like, come on, we're going on the tour. This is the this is the happy <laughs> fun land. This is where uh, Gru goes with his daughters. They're like, you don't want huh? the tour, and we're like, what are we touring? And then they're like, just come. And we're like, all right. And we were like laughing, like, why is this happening? And they they were laughing too, and they don't have an answer for it. <laughs> and we just like saw where they washed the glasses. So this is where I wash the glasses. Okay, why are you showing us this? Ha, okay. It, I, I never understood any of that. And <laughs> you know what's funny is that we were with, we happened to be with uh, the, yes. the hallowed uh, bug main. Uh, yes. Uh, who, uh, I'm not familiar with, his, with this um, <laughs> you know, entity. Oh, really? Yeah, bug main. Well, he's a villain who haunts podcasts. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um, and, uh, and the internet at large. He's a twisted man. And he, in, with, this is, we were at Universal Studios within a month of a man oh, yeah. blowing his brains <laughs> oh, yeah. out at the the despicable me area uh, um i forget the whole it was some like ongoing dispute with he had been dating an employee and he committed suicide next to the despicable me fun land and which caused when we were so con- confused why are we getting this despicable me tour and bug <laughs> asked is this because of the thing <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a reasonable question it is was, it some I mean, strange like do they have to like go overboard to show that this area is thriving there's and no it was not here. affected Yes, they were showing us there were no ghosts in the glasses cleaning. I guess stations. We never, yeah, we never got a good answer. They didn't for answer it. that. They didn't answer anything. I also remember that we were led into a room where we all just started well, that, dancing to happy. Yeah, well, that's that's, the end of the that's ride. The, end of the ride. Oh, you okay. come out there anyway. Oh, okay. Well, they they did it in the opposite yeah. way, and we were there, and we were dancing for a while, sort of without questioning it. Okay, we're dancing, and then Bug was like, "Can we stop?" And they said, yeah. Well, they were, they were surprised. Like, we felt like we had an obligation to dance in the happy room. Yeah. And we didn't, apparently. And they were like, no, you don't have to keep dancing. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, we felt like we had to perform for these people. Well, if, if somebody comes up to us and is bossing us around and leading us with a clipboard or were something, these, we're, we better do everything they say. Let me uh, ask, were these people flirting with you? I don't think so. I mean, Scouse with his wife. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, doesn't mean anything. That's a good All point. bets are off with these despicable me maidens. They um, did, they did not seem interested in us. They didn't seem like they really wanted to be doing. What, it seemed like they the had minions. to randomly give people every twenty people. They had to give a tour to, yeah. or like once an hour. The minions have their own morality. Sure, you know? they have their own laws and rules. So, hey, look, so, they do they claim mates ask- or their husbands and wives within Minion World, or is it just Ooh, is it like a is it like Wild Wild Country? Are they all? I think it's the minions all have sex parties probably the second one probably that yeah uh, hey look they didn't have to ask me to captain the mark twain many years ago but i still you know i think it's just so it's those little perks we were talking that little i thought extra you begged something. to do that i thought you went up to the captain and were like please it's my birthday oh, I'm, a sad boy. I'm, 30. I'm 30 years old let hey, me drive the boat, boat i thought that's what it was anyway 
I guess not. Uh, um, so, so the I journey to Gettysburg. Uh, how, how, <laughs> it's been how, as long as the journey to talk about how, it. How I, I, I went on the Drew Carey uh, experience when I was young. Oh, congrats. Uh, I did well, not you're go, lucky enough. I did not go on this binaural sound version of Great Moments. Um, what were the... Were they? Full, I'm trying to remember. Were they full headphones? Um... They weren't, I don't think, as they weren't thick. They were, they were like a little thicker than, it wasn't earbuds. Right. But it was not as, as uh, you're monitoring the audio and your headphones are uh, was covering your this. whole ear. Maybe they were, though. I don't quite recall. I, I kind or, of have a feeling, I kind of have a memory that they were, at least at the Drew Carey thing. Okay. That it was like cushioning. Jason I don't remember yawning if you came during with the them. Lincoln episode. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about Lincoln is making he's, him remember the naps he's taken in the ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scoring seven naps ago. So this version of the ride. Well, I mean, you look, were, every ride from ni- every new ride from 1990 or two to 2008 involved you getting your haircut. Somewhere. They had to use this haircut <laughs> thing, which because. Because it does really work. You feel like there are scissors snipping right at your ears. You know, a fun feeling that there are scissors so (laughs) close inside your ears. Why would you want this? And they make jokes about having cut people before. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Don't worry. I won't cut you. I've cut a lot of people. Uh, Their hair, of course. (laughs) Yeah. We now this one I did listen to, and maybe I, in a way, I do like this more than just the dry Lincoln speech because it's so bizarre so the premise that they lay out like the lights go out and now you are taking on the role of private cunningham you fought in the war and now you're going to get you're going to meet lincoln i don't know if you you know you're going to meet lincoln or if it's uh it just happens to happen by accident by accident you do meet frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. so uh audio but also th- then just he's talking they can't simulate hey this is frederick Douglass. he's going to put his finger in your ear um, like there's no way to the audio doesn't enhance that like in frederick any way Douglass doesn't like mush your hair up or anything <laughs> yeah like, hey, there hey you go, old good boy old guy yeah um, his uh, hair would be Brady. fun to muss. he had like big weird hair yeah yeah, Ma- Matthew Brady try also to, in this. Yes, but yeah, you, you get, meet the you, Civil War photographer. Well, Matthew you get your Brady. haircut so that you can get a photo Hold taken on, by uh, Civil War photographer Matthew Brady. I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to go get uh, you guys. Keep talking. I'm going to go get a couple of uh, pairs of scissors, and I'm going to try to recreate this. <laughs> okay, on the oh, show. Boy. A yeah. live uh, <laughs> ASMR experiment live on the podcast. I like this. Okay, so what can we uh, so explain? Then you, yeah, so then uh, also uh, the they say after you get your picture taken, they say, oh, are you meeting Mr. L- you're meeting President Lincoln? I'm heading to the White House too. Let's go together. Yeah, so you hitch a ride with some guy uh, and then Oh, he literally um, oh, oh, says. There's a fly at one point. A fly oh, buzzes a fly. around your ear, which, all right, I'll give you that. It was a weird, uh, dirty, smelly time in the 1800s. There were flies everywhere, I assume. Uh, but they, their line is literally said, so, Private Cunningham, are you ready to meet Abraham Lincoln? Like, Boy, oh, that, the writing of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you are you ready for this experiment? You have scissors now, Well, you Mike. guys can finish uh, recapping, and then, uh, and, then we'll, and then we'll run an experiment. Do you uh, have a fly you can make uh, go can inside with, the listener's ears? I can do a Michael Winslow style uh, <laughs> Impersonation of a fly. Can we make just this episode binaural? This episode is officially 
binaural. Hey, the first binaural <laughs> podcast the ride. Uh, all right, so here I'll I'll just say my name, and it, by the, in editing, this should be shifting back and forth rapidly in a Doppler way between your ears. And if it isn't, then uh, Mike fucked up I the fucked editing. Up editing. Hi, Hi, I'm Scott Gardner. Was that pretty crazy? Did you feel like that you is, were inside a washing machine you know, or something? You know what we should do. Uh, let's do we'll do a quick like a uh, quick improv as they call it sure you're gonna meet jason sheridan all right so you're okay let's figure out a scenario here that you would be going to meet jason at uh what uh what if, you're, be holding what court? if you're uh trying to petition me to make it so that white union soldiers and black union soldiers get the same pay <laughs> so it's still <laughs> so the it's civil like, war <laughs> it's the same scenario but you're the president or you're just around uh yeah, I think it's around. better if you're like in an ice cream parlor. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we're and at the, the drive-thru. You pick, you pick the parlor. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, we're at one of my favorite L.A. spots uh, uh, that I, I try not to go to a lot, lest it becomes less special. The drive-thru Baskin Robbins that is also a regional <laughs> training center. Uh, oh, it's nearby us here in Burbank. Oh, yeah, right here in Burbank. What does the training center do to make it different? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's just like an office building that looks like it has like a Baskin Robbins glued to it. Uh, that also has a drive-through. Okay, the drive-through you- is the real. Thing. Star of the show. Okay, so for this case, are I'm you eating inside? You're inside. All right, that's yeah, good. Okay. Which Mike and I discovered recently, pretty nice inside. Yes, uh, it has nice to be pretty nice. Interior. Now, is it okay. is it me? Me? Because really, in the show, the audience would be. Well, I think it's the audience. So we have to come up with a name now that the audience is going to assume. So they're, you know, like Private Cunningham, for instance, a different name, and we're all sort of assuming this character. Yeah, so maybe, but it has to be a non-gender specific, so let's say That's that the listener fine. is a doctor. Uh, Great. So you're, you're Dr. Reynolds. Dr. Reynolds, all right. And you're now. going to meet Jason Sheridan. <laughs> but of course, you're in the parking lot now, and a barber comes up to you. <laughs> Excuse me, um, um, uh, Dr. Reynolds? And Scott, you'll be Dr. Reynolds. Oh, wait, but I thought the listener is Dr. <laughs> oh, wait, Reynolds. Right. All right, I'm getting confused. <laughs> I think you just have to direct it you're to right, the you're audience right, you're right, right. Okay, all right, all right. We could both be. We're two uh, okay, uh, we're both barbers. We're both barbers. Okay, right. great. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Reynolds. Uh, before you go inside this Baskin-Robbins training center, uh, I think it's very important that I cut your hair in the parking lot. Yes, and me as well. You need yes. to look your best. After all, you're meeting Jason Sheridan himself. Yes, so... The president of ice cream eating. Yes, uh, and so I think... We're going to both be working on you at the same time. Uh, uh, so it, Just you, a little bit of a trim. You'll, you won't you will regret it. You'll look smashing in that photograph, and you'll show your grandchildren. Yes, and uh, I want you... We, we're very good at cutting hair. You know, we've, we've never... Uh, injured a man seriously haha <laughs> just a bit of a joke there uh, seriously we're very safe yes so uh, of course you have such such large hair here uh, we're just gonna take Doctor. a little bit of a while uh, here we go Oh, almost there just a yes. little bit more off the side uh, I know yes. we're focusing almost only on the sideburns but that's what they were incredibly long almost down to your uh, yes. waist as you know this is the style that jason prefers when he meets a stranger clean he cut very, he's very specific all right hold and on and one last let me just pour a cup there. of let me just pour a quick cup of coffee ah yes uh, you'll need your energy Okay, here you oh, go. Oh, no. Would someone get that horse fly out of here? All right. Are you all set? Are you are you ready to meet Mr. Sheridan? It seems as though you are. Ah, uh, good. Right this way. <laughs> clop, 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 clop. 
club. She- ah, Dr. Reynolds, welcome to ice cream. <laughs> and that's it, I guess. I um, mean, that's the experience. Wait a minute, doctor. Don't you want to uh, eat ice cream next to Jason and hear what it's like when he eats ice cream? Look, I've been coming here a long time. <laughs> And I gotta, I'm telling these people, they have to use more fudge. There's just not enough fudge for my taste. Hold on. Uh, some of the fudge has hardened, and I need to cut it. It's my fudge scissors. I keep on me at all times. America, spend your golden wings. And this is an accurate, new, fangled simulation of binaural great moments of Mr. Lincoln. Podcast yeah, the Ride right. presents. I hope you wait, enjoyed wait. this. The Podcast the Ride presents great moments with Jason Sheridan at a Baskin Robbins training parlor. <laughs> Presented by the Podcast Pres- the Ride Historical Society. Yes. Um, Sponsored Elevating by culture since 1872. Sponsored by Scissors. <laughs> uh, we should have also said before all that to uh, either close your eyes or shut off all the lights. Whether you are uh, in a car or on a jog, yeah. you should have, for full effect, you should have listened to that in pure darkness. Yes. Uh, so go back and do it again and yep. do all the experience things it the way said. it was meant to be okay. well that was good i think we really illustrated what was yeah. so successful about <laughs> really illustrated great moments of mr Lincoln. Um, this is another let's issue. Know, we're missing a big part of this and that is that you get in a battle and you lose a leg <laughs> oh that's right yes. yeah. we should have had a moment where a, an ice cream machine a freezing <laughs> machine a freezer goes paywire and starts and a yelling bunch of springs. <laughs> And you get you get amputated by the ice cream machine. So yeah. after you get the joy of meeting Frederick Douglass and then meeting Mr. Lincoln, there's a there's a great little stiff exchange that's like, uh, oh, he's getting a haircut as well, and it's like you'll look, well, you're going to look very natural, Mr. Lincoln. Why, that's exactly what I'd like to avoid. <laughs> oh boy, just yeah, clever real politeness. Uh-huh. Um, but so, Douglass and Lincoln are arguing about pay disputes about you, yes. soldiers. Uh, we were talking about pay earlier. I see. Well, you yeah. in this scenario, you were probably talking about union disputes with the Baskin Robbins employees. Yes. In yes. between, bites. I was trying to unionize the Baskin Robbins bl- employees. Yeah, <laughs> of, of valuable uh, effort. Uh, and the training center is really the place to do it. That's ground zero. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you meet the president, and then you get, and then you're immediately back in the war, and you get amputated. You get a leg yeah. amputated. You get a leg blown off. You like. It seems like somebody's just saying your name, Private Cunningham, Private Cunningham, and then you wake up and you're in the hospital and the doctors did everything they could, but they had to cut your leg off. And then Lincoln comes in. But there's uh, no, there's no like sound of like, while they're cutting your leg off. No, no. All right. Just a quick snip. Uh, here, b- uh, hold your leg up towards your ear, please. <laughs> Make it easier for me to trim it off. And then Lincoln arrives to see the wounded. So not only do you meet Lincoln once, you meet him twice. Mm-hmm. And he tells you, you have to live, son. He gets right up in you your ear. To. This is ASMR. Yeah. You, you must live, boy. You must live. Which is then followed by the narration of 
deprived Cunningham followed the president's order and lived. <laughs> <laughs> he would not have. If, uh, <laughs> uh, um, this was a different time. This was before the president would go visit victims and call the people who shot them wacky and goofs and nut nuts <laughs> and, and whatever. them with paper towel rolls. And oh, yeah, throwing. There you go. Throwing paper yeah. towel rolls. Survivors of the storm. So... After many years of dry speeches and choruses of children talking about Illinois, suddenly we end up with a little headphone role play. The same that previously had been used to make an alien growl on your neck. And now it's the president. You're getting a haircut to meet the president. This was so strange. This, this is, is one of the real, strangest things oh, ever in the Disney. This is, a forcing, this is the forcing technology they had onto yeah. this. It makes more sense for the other applications. A also, little more sense. Why didn't you get to try on Lincoln's hat? Sure. That would have been perfect. A little yeah. bit of hair rustle. The famous stovepipe is lower. And he'd like, you look, why I think you look better than me. Not that that's difficult to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Then, uh, also, uh, this ends with the entirety of the Gettysburg Trust. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. The animatronic does a full speech. And um, what I don't remember is, is the obviously the Gettysburg Address is iconic, um, but was it, I feel like I maybe caught the criticism that it was less interesting in a way mm-hmm. of a full speech than this great moments for where that's stitching together the, the great moments yeah. of yes yeah yeah it's like a medley <laughs> um, uh, your favorite thing in a concert when a band plays a medley right of their songs oh, yeah. just the choruses like, or something um that's weird that that happens the medley, why, i why don't do like you? a medley i, I except no. for when prince did that sampler set that was, was kind of cool, but also a real cock tease. Also, yes. he's just plowing through. It's a bummer. We know we're not going to hear the whole song. He's just playing the beginning of When Doves Cry, and then mm-hmm. he shuts it off. And then he would play like the first like five seconds of Darling Nikki, and then he would be like, uh-uh. I saw like, The Roots play once, and it was an hour-long medley. Really? At least. It was the whole thing was Was it their songs the or something show. else? Hmm. It was their songs. I feel like but you're pro-medley to get, get done with this quicker. Uh, I don't know. I I was just more like, oh, this is one long jam. Like I didn't really know them that well mm-hmm. at the time. That's that but, doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that, that sounds, doesn't no, sound no, as good. corny as the Beach Boys doing a medley of all the car songs. Or uh, oh no, yeah, no. Um, who else does medleys? I'm trying to remember. I mean, Lincoln does medleys. Lincoln, is, is med- Lincoln, Beach Boys, Prince, basically. <laughs> like that's it, basically. <laughs> All the greats, the greats, the great performers of our time. Um, but so uh, this was very strange. It was very odd, and and, uh, and people seemingly not satisfied with uh, Gettysburg. Yeah, and then what replaced it? was a 50th anniversary movie starring Steve Martin and Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah. No, so, did you ever get, watch that? Yes, I did. Was that is that was that any good? I don't think I ever did the whole thing. I, I mean, they still play it in the lobby. I've watched yes. it in the, in the lobby. I don't think I saw it when it was actually in the main theater. Because it started it in, in, what, 2005? I didn't yeah, see it on the, the big screen. For the 50th anniversary. I saw it. That would have been when I first started going to Disneyland in 2006. I would have, I remember seeing this. I must have uh, missed uh, it when I went to like because the first time I went in 2007 I think so I must have missed it. Yeah. For some reason I didn't feel like I needed to go watch a movie. For, I thought it was nice. Sure. I thought it was very pleasant. again. It was your air conditioned I mean, theater. Yeah, I I like a nice little movie break or a little show break. You know what I like about this and Lincoln is that they would run continuously. I don't like a show with like a, a set start time. 
Wait, what do you as mean? Much. Like, can't box you in. Like, if you go to Universal Studios and oh, the like animal show, show is going to be at 11 and 12.30. And- okay, I take it back because I do like the animal actor show. But, like, I like a show that you can just squeeze in wherever because you know, oh, every 15, 20 it's minutes. Easier it's easier to do if it's yeah. robots. You're just saying yeah. it's like it's that runs more. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's I, like it runs it's, continuously. It's still, I, I don't like know that. what it says on there, but it'll run like fit, runs every continuously for no one. And I think maybe we <laughs> should talk about the greater issue with this, which is uh, I, I would say at this point, it's not a real priority to like replace this or do something better. But there was a moment where they were going to evict Lincoln for Muppet Vision 3D. Yes. And there was a <laughs> lot of people were I remember newspaper articles growing up here. I remember people being upset about that. And I even saw a quote that is so wienery that it all, it sounds like something child Scott would have said, uh, which a 12 year old, uh, was quoted as saying Lincoln was president. Kermit is a frog. And that's why you can't put the fun Muppet show into the theater. Did he wait frog or fraud? Not a fraud. Uh, uh, no, this child, uh, didn't think that, uh, Kermit didn't earn his entertainment. Oh, success. I see. Did okay. you just call him Kermit? Did I say Cormit? I'm pretty sure you Probably just called him Cormit. force of habit, I do. Uh, <laughs> something called Tiny Fuppets, which is a, a Portuguese ripoff of Muppet Babies. Did I say Cormit every time? No, I, no. The last I time, I think you said called him Cormit. Yeah, just one. Yeah. Just one. I do a thing with all these ripoffs of uh, Muppet characters. So it's very. So I've said the word Cormit a lot more than Kermit. So mm-hmm. it's very yeah. force of habit. Thanks for pointing it out. Uh, uh, well, you get, so, I figured you could get a plug in real quick, too. Um, that's true. Yeah, well, and here... Yeah, I, uh, yeah, well, go to tinyfuppets.com and there yeah. may be some new Tiny Fuppets oh. uh, activity in the near future. Um, but anyway, Kermit, uh, <laughs> people were <laughs> upset, uh, was going to evict Lincoln. There were like, like fans really, th- this was an early, this was a pre-internet instance of the fanboys being furious that they were going to take away something beloved. And, and, and yet... Even in that article, it's clear, like, the Imagineers are a little baffled. They're like, it's funny that everybody's so upset about this because, you know, what they weren't doing was going, going to, the to the show attraction. Yeah. Now, I don't think they boned that decision necessarily because Muppet Vision 3D did make it to Disneyland in California Adventure, and they don't even run it all the time anymore. They it's use done, that. It's done. It's a done forever, maybe. I think so. They use it mainly for to that theater to preview um, upcoming films and wrink- your wrinkles and times mm-hmm. and what have you, but... The so I don't know that they made the uh, bad decision, but uh, uh, Muppet Vision was real hot at the time. A lot of uh, uh, popularity, uh, uh, a lot of hype about it coming out of Florida. Uh, uh, and I maybe I don't know at the time maybe it would have been a good move too. And I, I, I think just we should be open to the idea that if there's a better idea one day, why do we have to keep this attraction? Well, it's it's interesting you're bringing this up. I I have I'm conflicted on that because. As you know, we're all very progressive when it comes to rides and people changing things at the parks. Mm -hmm. But I do think there's something nice about Main Street sort of being untouched. Like the idea that it's still Lincoln that is a very dry, pretty boring 
historical lesson through the lens of Walt Disney. It's nice that it's on Main Street because Main Street still kind of feels untouched, even though there's a yeah. little Starbucks in there, but it's nicely hidden and it's, it's still themed. You know what? I will. You know what? Maybe I'll take that back. I love the Muppet show they do in Orlando. There's a real puppet, practical puppet show they do in a Liberty Square. Oh, yeah. They like they poke their heads out of the windows. It's Isn't wonderful. It? Really? And everyone gathers around and it's so nice to see the actual Muppets like you see them in person and there are five different shows. So if you do something i feel like that might be in the spirit of main street it might be okay but i do like i do like having something dry and boring in that place well it also makes the most sense there yeah and it fits the theme yeah of everything so i would be i would be almost more precious about it than i would be other places in the park for some reason i don't know why it's weird that they got away with taking it out for like four or five years to have Steve Martin and Donald Duck talk about Disneyland, but mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed guess, to last that long. But yeah, or four years. Sorry, four years. And then Lincoln came back with the new and improved in two thousand nine, the yes. current version that we have now. They made yeah. a big deal and when it, it is came improved. Back. Yeah, you, wait, you were saying you were withholding oh, your thoughts. No, I just like it. I, okay. I don't know that I have. A, I I like it's it. No revolutionary. It's nice, they actually they went back to a lot of original stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. Um, uh, to uh, Paul Freeze because they had taken Paul Freeze off and Royal Dano. There have been another who are much better than the journeys to Gettysburg. Uh, yeah, yeah. They had different people. actors there, and they put the original stuff back on. Yeah, uh, that might have been also like the. Like, I wonder if you actually were to gather up the amount of people that were protesting, though, the Lincoln going away and added up to people that were protesting, like Tower of Terror going away. Is mm-hmm. it possible that just because it was early on and people protesting things, it felt like a bigger deal? And because th- there was less precedent. I th- that that's may, what, that's may, what that I'm That may saying. be the first instance of like a, a beloved classic thing being taken out. And they, people, they were like, oh, shit. Like, we're, people are so mad. And it was really like 150 people. Well, we may have people. just not heard about when inner space was taken out. Well, that know? is a question I have for uh, Imagineers and historians is what were the, what was it like back then Pre-internet. when, a, when a, a, move, a, excuse me, a ride like that were, was taken out? Were people really upset? Or did people just go to the park and go, ah, it's gone. It's something else. And they didn't give a shit. The way it probably should be, although there's things we're upset about, I guess. Yeah, it uh, depends. I mean, obviously, it depends what it is. Um, but yeah, like, I wonder if it was like just a very vocal 50 people and Imagineers and management was like, oh, no. Like, I don't want to, I don't want them to be mad at us. But like Tower of Terror had maybe some st- stupid petition online that was 15,000 strong. And they're like, who gives a shit? They're going to go on the new one. They'll like it. I'm yeah. sure there's a damned if you do, damned if you don't element of like well in the if we change it people complain if we don't change it yeah either people complain it's boring or no one goes like there should have been i'll say this there should have been a massive protest when the country bears were taken out of disneyland (laughs) i wasn't here at the time and it wasn't even my favorite ride at that time but i am so upset that it's not there that uh, that might be the one of the only ones i would actually like go down there with a with sign I, I let you down. I could have I could have represented California. Yeah. And I didn't. And I you apologize. Didn't. The country bears. Uh, right. I wasn't mobilized. Uh, now I'm more engaged, right. and I'll I will fight the fight on anything else that uh, I would like. I will go down there and protest the wages for the workers and the removal of country bears <laughs> over a decade ago. <laughs> Those are two causes I really believe in. You flip a sign, and it says, "And while I'm here, yeah, right. might as well get this out." Yeah. Is there any way to reverse that? The heads are still up in the back. Yeah. Can we please 
poos. No one goes on that Pooh Bear ride. I, I think um, I think my Lincoln thing is like absolutely leave it, and they it's good that they did a refresh, and they're uh, you know keeping it, uh, it uh, you know pristine. But I think we should be open to the idea that if something was better to go in there. But the Disney show situation, like I'm not I'm not so into anything they've recently done i'm not like dying to get philhar magic in their yeah. uh, florida show i don't think there is a good candidate i'm just saying there's if it prob- ever no. there are probably there's probably a way to make the show a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. it's not putting headphones on the audience well because a lot of it is the paintings like from the epcot uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the American Adventure, a lot of it before they, they, Lincoln starts talking. Is Two Brothers still in it? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God two Brothers is yeah. very much alive. <laughs> um, Honestly, I would like more of the animatronic. Like, that's what I I'm, like sa- I'm saying. Like there's a, a yeah. version. I don't know if we have other animatronics added to it, or he becomes like that cartoonish robot more, and he like gets up real close to the stage. Can we get him to walk a little more? Because right now he still kind of just gets like pulled. It seems like there's like an invisible string that pulls him out of the chair. Uh-huh. Like, if we could get him to walk yeah. a little bit, if we could get that robot a little more sophisticated, I think a lot more people will go in if he's, like, maybe, like, doing the Jay Leno start of the show. He goes down and he slaps hands with the front row or something. <laughs> like, let's get something flashier in there for Have Lincoln Have you to heard do. about this? Have you seen this? I don't want him to do Lewinsky jokes, but I'm just saying, if he can do something more impressive, maybe. Well, that would... uh, you know what we missed is the fact that the the urban legend of the story, and I think I saw an Imagineer talking about it, so I think it's true, that when they were first testing this robot during the, uh, the 64 World's Fair, that... They 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 brought a bunch of Illinois specific dignitaries and they ran a test for them and the uh, there was a problem and hydraulic fluid leaked <laughs> out of the neck of the robot the shot out of the neck and straight this is where it seems made up but they yeah. the Imagineer says that it is true that the hydraulic fluid they were using was red my god so it oh seemed god. as though he was gushing blood from the neck as though Jesus. he had been shot there is a, a <laughs> is clip insane. online of the lincoln animatronic in the hall of presidents slowly falling over oh yes during the, the show best. it's very funny i as think it was in an america's funniest home videos episode because they had creaky sound effects yeah oh we'll post that though that yeah, is yeah. in the speech never stops it never stops he keeps but he just bends perfectly the at show the knees. must go on but anyway the i i think maybe you nod to that history and you just i think maybe we do shoot lincoln on stage oh wow <laughs> we load him up it with lo- blood look i don't normally i wouldn't go for that normally but for a halloween overlay yes oh that's that's fine, fine. Mm-hmm. uh i found a weird fact about this uh show um in okay in the modern family episode from season three where they go to disneyland uh-huh uh okay this is a uh, quote the episode closed with the family sitting together watching great moments with mr lincoln jay pritchard which is ed o'neill's character reflects that watching the show with his kids while they were young inspired him to stay with his wife for the sake of the children <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that <Wow>. weird? <laughs> yeah, it is weird, huh? Well, and much or much earlier, I guess, uh, on a different sitcom, Lincoln offered advice uh, uh, to a different character who was uh, having 
love issues uh blossom's brother uh we i did a lot of tweets about a very bizarre blossom episode that was shot at disneyland and there's a very strange moment where you watch the end of the lincoln show where he just sits down and then no curtain <laughs> comes in. it's just the lights yeah. stay on the end dun, dun, dun. everyone gets up and leaves they don't <laughs> lower the curtain on lincoln so he's just sitting there but then you find out why because everybody leaves but then blossom's brother stays behind and lincoln starts talking to him in kind of like a borscht belty voice uh uh, and he, I, I had one, uh, all the audio is great, but I have just, just one of my favorite joke that he says. Uh, here you go. I just don't know what to do. Do? Enjoy. You're lucky. Ever see what Mary Todd looked like? Whoa. <laughs> this lounge lizard voice delivering like a it. joke about his... Lincoln roasting his Lincoln's wife. Lincoln's unwell wife. <laughs> yeah, mentally unwell. The old ball and show. Boy, I love to go. Oh, if, if I had a Milani on my hands, it'd be no problem. <laughs> um, I, yeah, quite a moment. And it's unclear whether it's like magic. He, there's never a moment where he like, somebody comes back and taps Blossom's brother on the shoulder and says like, hey, are you okay? You fell asleep there. I think just in the reality of Blossom. Lincoln comes to life. Lincoln came to life. Or and he they was did, possessed. Uh, or was possessed, sure. Uh, uh, b- uh, not by Lincoln's ghost, but yeah, by the yeah, ghost by of like uh, Catskills uh, comedian. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Lenny Allen, uh, something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that Lenny or Lenny Allen, Lenny. Uh, <laughs> forgotten famous comedian, comedian Lenny Allen. Uh, but so uh, and also, but also they did custom uh, animation. I think for the like like Blossom uh-huh. got them to do specific programming uh, um, uh, an episode apparently directed by Bill Bixby the Incredible Hulk uh, wow. odd fact about that so Bill Bixby was overseeing custom animation turning Lincoln into an old comedian <laughs> um, so I think all this does is show that Lincoln is you can reprogram him you can do other things yeah, he very can break versatile. character a bit Lincoln um, sings the entirety of Let It Go. <laughs> I mean, that would kill at the park. Sure. People would love that. Pack the house in. I think, yeah, I think you can do with, with the big thing in, in rides now is that, you know, it just changes up. Every time you go on, there's a slightly different experience or you'd get a different, like Indiana Jones, You were, at a certain point, you got different like temples with different colors and stuff. Um, but with Guardians, you get different songs. So I think, yeah, maybe changing up the Lincoln show. Sometimes you get the Gettysburg Address. Sometimes he sings, uh, you know, famous Disney songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one is all roast jokes about his wife. Yeah. <laughs> She's so crazy. <laughs> I'm going to uh, say, you know, because trends are so cyclical. Um, if they go back to a thing that seemed like they were trying to really get to catch on a few years ago of personalization. So it's just oh, the full yeah. Lincoln speeches, but just every now and then he has, they have to slip in like Jason, you know, Jason, no, no, all the armies of Europe and Asia and Africa combined could not take a drink from the Mississippi Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you could actually do so you don't have to use that terrible ET technology where he garbles voices. Just do the turtle talk with cru- uh, with crush technology. Have some teenager backstage. He's making Lincoln talk. So Lincoln oh. can do crowd work. Mm-hmm. So like he can do the speech too, but also he can address the people. And they can ask him questions. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think that would be great. He hey, gets- that was my time, folks, but we got a little bit left. Uh, if anybody was <laughs> uh, just a quick Q&A, any- if you want to line up by the microphone over here. <laughs> he could do that, like, uh, real inoffensive kind of topical comedy where you don't really take a shot at anyone. It's like, I don't know about this guy and the current guy in the White House, but... 
the opposite isn't much better either, right? <laughs> like, it's, this is the most That's whitewashed. The, that like, feels a little controversial for a theme park, that, that material. I feel like it would oh, have to be yeah. political. He would have to be like, oh, like he would have to be the Simpsons Congress joke, like those those kooky those guys, clowns. Con- those clowns in Congress, huh? And then everyone would clap, and that would be it. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the uh, uh, the Congress? Ba- oh, it, it like well, I thought the Civil War was bad, but uh, I traded in in a second to not have to sit through a Capitol Steps performance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then there'd be like, and it's a small, it would be some of the same jokes from that improv Disney show and Pleasure Island. And you'd be like, uh, you know, it's not as annoying as it's a small world after all. That'll make anyone gush red hydraulic fluid from their neck. <laughs> yeah. When I see those little dolls in the animatronic lounge, I get, I get mad creeped out. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? What else is going on? Hold on. Let me check my composition book. <laughs> I mean, this would be the hit of the park. Willed any other ideas lately? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, here's one. <laughs> um, well, there we go. That's that's a fix. Yeah, you know, life, I, life puppeting. Um, great. Hey, and we, I think we all just clearly proved we could be the puppeteers. Yes. If oh, they suddenly yeah. need three guys to do perfect Lincoln impressions. Yeah. yeah, and then if 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 that or if you if maybe they want to bring back binaural sound, obviously we're also very good at that. Hey, yeah, so we, we can, can and we'll we'll do it live and we'll do the we binaural will puppeteer sound. with one hand and scissor with another and like here. <laughs> um, maybe that's like an enhanced experience at Gibson Girl. Where you oh, if you want the after show. ice cream with Jason Jordan. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Uh, you get to hear the sound of the scoop. And then like yeah. you whispering into their ear like, isn't the Rocky Road good? <laughs> isn't Let's this a sweet treat? Check out the seasonal flavor ooze bamoni, a favorite of mine. <laughs> uh, folks, you survived podcast the ride. Thanks for listening. I don't think we could sustain doing the entire wrap up and asmr i'm already drifting louder check us out on twitter and instagram at podcast the ride join our facebook group email us at podcast the ride at gmail.com and rate and review us on itunes (laughs) (laughs) and get get your haircut hey and make sure you get your haircut happy fourth of july happy fourth spread your golden wings